Yeah. That's right. Best show. Back again. Another Tuesday night extravaganza. The phone number. 201-332-3484. Otherwise known as Dead Hug. 201-DEAD-HUG. And tonight we're talking all about the dead. Let's talk. Who's excited about this new, uh... Uh, they just found some new uh, Mickey Kreutzmann uh, outtakes from around the time of Go to Heaven. He uh, His uh, alternate drum tracks for Alabama Getaway. We'll go deeper into that tonight. And No! Never! Not doing it. Grateful Dead suck. Best show don't suck. It's as simple as that. Wrap your heads around that, clowns. We're going to have an exciting show for you tonight. So sit back, relax. Crack open a fine vintage of wine, right? What? Stupid Minions keyboard playing by itself. Tell ya. Unless there's a ghost of a mi- I got this uh, cheapo Minions keyboard. I bought it at uh, Toys R Us. I'm a little worried. Either that thing's a pile of trash and just plays randomly, or there's the ghost of a minion in here. Did one of those minions die? A lot of people died over Fourth of July weekend. What if a minion got blown up by a firework? And now his ghoul, his ghost, is haunting this place. His ghoul. What's the difference between a ghost and a ghoul anyway? Right? Is a ghoul the ghost of a bad person? Is that like a bad ghost? Is a ghoul? Think about it. Ghost? Because a ghost can just be like, I'm stu- I really wasn't looking to haunt this thing either. This isn't my idea, pal. Some of these ghosts have to just be like, Look, dude, I didn't want this either. This isn't my dream come true. I wasn't looking to be a ghost. I was kind of hoping for the reincarnation plan. I don't know why I'm making the ghost sound like, uh... Not like Woody Allen. More like like some whiny guy from a sitcom. I don't know! But a ghoul would be a, like if a, 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 cause then there's, well, so there's no bad ghost, there's only front, so Casper the friendly ghost is just Casper the ghost, cause if he wasn't friendly, he'd just be Casper the ghoul. If you got any insight into this, no joke, call up. And I only want to talk about male ghosts, I'm, don't, let's not turn this into a thing where suddenly we talk, because this thing, this Ghostbusters, this Slimer's a woman now. Did you hear about this? Slimer's a woman. In this new Ghostbusters movie, where she's wearing a bra and everything. She's wearing a bra. I'm watching the thing getting ready to enjoy this Ghostbusters trailer for this thing. And then Slimer shows up and I start getting super excited because I love Slimer. Slimer's wearing a bra. 
How? Is that real? Who asked for that? Slimer's wearing a bra. Best show. That did not work. Best show. That worked. That's how it's supposed to sound. The music of Mr. and Mrs. Paycheck doing the best show opening theme. And the best show begins in three, two, one. Best show. We heard a couple songs, and now we're back, ready to bring you the greatest radio program you've ever heard in your life. We are down one soldier tonight, and I use soldier very loosely because this is not an actual combat situation. We'll be joined later by, uh, Pat will be in later. Tonight it's AP Mike and Dudio holding it down. How are you doing, Mike? Good. And the best thing about when it's AP Mike and Dudio, those two don't like each other. And Pat's usually the peacemaker. So now out there... I'm sure out there it's like uh, it's like uh, uh, the fra- uh, the the Gore Vidal and uh, uh, William Buckley, two titans of uh, of of whatever those guys were titans of. Isn't it amazing those guys like guys like that thought they were leaving some amazing legacy. To the world. 
like they, they, they in terms of what they were building with their going at each other, arguing. Meanwhile, all they did was like make the world safe for like Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. That's all they did was pave the way for Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith to scream at each other and anyone else about the value of uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Green Bay Packers. I've just been told the pizza that we ordered is here. This will, Hopefully this doesn't go like it usually does every week. Tom, hey, let's order a pizza. Wouldn't that be fun? Them. Everyone else. Yeah, sure. Okay, if you want it. I end up doing the show for three hours. I come out. Open the pizza box. A box of mangled... Mangled pie. Whatever's left. These... 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 These uh, ravens. Swoop down and eat the pizza. Like they're they're flying over the highway looking for carrion. And I come out, maybe a crust, a stray mushroom. Snack bags open. That's the other thing. There's these these guys. And look, I love these guys. Dudio, I love them. AP Mike, love them. Pat Barn, love them. I bet you they're not leaving that snack bag open at their house, though. That sealed snack bag. This is a bag I reached in to eat some of these, like, pop chips or whatever. These things were stale. You'd, you'd think you were in a... think you were in an abandoned 7-Eleven. These things were so stale. Tighten it up out there, guys. These, the bags have seals on them for a reason. But I love them. I love them. And AP Mike's got these shirts for sale now. AP Mike's selling his shirts. APMike.bandcamp.com. These masses tavern shirts. They're flying out like hotcakes. He's fully stocked. He's mailing them out. They're going out pretty, pretty consistently, right? Yeah. He's getting out about 50 a day. So he's, 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 if you place an order, it's on its way. He's catching up. But get your order in now, because they are still selling pretty fast. So go to apmike.bandcamp.com. And then Dudio, he, yeah, I know he didn't want me to mention this on the air. He was like, uh, you think there's any chance of a slaw dog shirt? I'm like, man, we can see. I don't know. Is there a market for a slaw dog shirt? Maybe. Maybe we'll do a slaw dog shirt. What do you think? What would it, what would be on it? Go, sloth from Goonies? What if it's sloth from Goonies playing uh, high school football? That's what it would have to be. Somebody would have to draw sloth from Goonies playing football. Like as if it's like a football card, and he's like, uh, 
He's like on the uh, the the the, uh, the defensive line there, right? In that pose on football card and football cards. Can we just really? Who's collecting football cards? I got a Troy Aikman rookie. Really? Okay. Wow. What's that worth? Five cents? Does anybody want it? Like, hey, how much for that? Uh, that uh, Keisha Johnson. Uh, that Keisha Johnson uh, is from the second year with the Jets. Nobody cares. Football cards. That's the mark of it. If anybody ever tells you they're into football cards, man, run. Run! They say they want to... If anybody says, hey, why don't you come back to my place, I want to show you my football card collection. Nope. Unless you're unless you're con- content with today being your last day on Earth, run! Hey, you want to see my football cards? Got a pretty great collection of football cards. You should check out my uh my uh I got a Peyton Manning rookie card. So Fleer, a Peyton Manning Fleer rookie card. Don Ross, uh, I got a <laughs> got a Don Ross Ben Roethlisberger uh, rookie. You want to check it out? Then you actually go back and he's like, yeah, so, uh, we got the football card, but first I just want to show you my, uh, this, uh, torture chamber I built. Why don't we go in here first? To this, uh, torture lair? The music we heard! What was it you say? Well, I'll tell you. It's what we call a Texas Two for Tuesday. Back announcing, of course, starting with the last song first. Sweet Spirit from their amazing album, Kokomo. Love it so much. We heard. Stop tripping. What a great album. Now look, you've heard me play uh, uh, Giant Dog a bunch, and then now I'm playing Sweet Spirit. It's the two of the two people from a Giant Dog are also in the two people from Sweet Spirit. The album's on Nine Mile Records, so great. And they might come by next week. They might come in the studio. Uh, Sabrina and Andrew from Sweet Spirit and a Giant Dog. They might swing by. And we have other big uh, things lined up. Next week's going to be one of those shows you you uh, look. Next week's one that's uh, it's one for everybody tonight. This is one for the people who know what's what. It's just me and you, the cool people, right? We're doing it, the cools. And starting us off, also from Texas, OBN3s. Boy, they're so good. The name of the song is You Can Let Me Down Now. And that's from their album uh, Worth a Lot of Money, which came out on 12XU, uh, I believe, last year. Oh, so good. What a great album. What a great band. 12XU is also a great label. Check it out.
Can you throw the air back on? So tonight, what we will be doing through the show, we uh, we'll be talking about how this is the beginning of July. It's the it's the it's the beginning of the second half of 2016 already. How about that? Isn't that unbelievable? That's where we already find ourselves. What we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the second. Well, we'll talk about the second half of the year and what you want. What you want out of it and what, 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 you, what you're trying to do and what went wrong and what went right. But during the show, when you hear this sound, This sound. My emotions. I will change my emotions. Based on emotions that, that, uh, uh, that Dudio, Jason. His name's Jason, not Dudio. Dudio's the nickname he gave himself. And Mike, aka AP Mike. They will yell out different emotions that I have to shift into during calls and discussions. So get ready for that, man. Look out. It's going to be a weird one. I want to talk to you, my friends. You like good food with great ingredients, locally sourced. Artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. You like when they supply your food? Well, guess what? Blue Apron is for you. Because what is Blue Apron? Well, guess what? This is what Blue Apron is. It's a service. They bring the food right to your house. You get a box of food. It's got three meals in it. Everything is in there. And then you cook it up in your house. All the cooking instructions are in there. Really amazing. These step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe cards and pre-portioned ingredients. You can make a meal in about 40 minutes or so. You, uh, they, they, they'll help you customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. You choose delivery options to fit your needs. And if you're going to be away for a week, you tell them, don't bring food that week. There's no weekly commitment. You get the deliveries when you want them. It's really good. The food is so great. We've been uh, trying Blue uh, Apron in the uh, the the uh, Sharpling Manor for the last few weeks. Some truly amazing stuff. You know some of the things available in July: spinach and basil pesto gnocchi with summer squash, green beans, and fresh fresh mozzarella. Summer vegetable pizza with garlic, lemon, broccolini. And then spiced pork tacos with avocado, pickled onions, and elote-style corn. <gasps> Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron brings you the best stuff. All the ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. So this is what you do, my friends. You go to blueapron.com slash bestshow, B-E-S-T-S-H-O-W. Check out this week's menu, and you get your first three meals free 
with free shipping. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Go to blueapron.com slash best show and get it started. Blue Apron, a better way to cook or Blue Apron. Make your food at home, bruh. I will also tell you, the best show listener, about mattresses. Mattresses! Or mattresses. It ain't easy, man. Sleeping's hard. I'm not a good sleeper. And so much of it comes down to the, to the, to the bed and the mattress. That's why I got Casper mattresses. That's a sleep brand that creates one perfect mattress they sell directly to consumers. And that award-winning, award-winning sleep surface, it was developed in-house. It has a sleek design, and it's delivered in a small, how-did-they-do-that sized box. Thousands of en- hours were spent by the uh, in-house engineers developing the uh, Casper mattress, combining springy latex and supportive memory foams for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, it's breathable design. Sleeps cool. You'll get it. We're cool. They're cool. The mattress is cool. To help you regulate your temperature throughout the night. And look. Mattresses are expensive. Right? Really expensive stuff. It can cost you well over 1500 bucks, But Casper costs... 500 for a twin size mattress, 600 for a twin XL, $750 for a full 850 for a queen and $950 for a queen, a king. <gasps> Completely risk free. They offer free delivery and free returns with a hundred night home trial. If you don't love your Casper mattress, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of uh, sleeping on a mattress before you commit and you don't have to go to a mattress store and lay there and try to pretend you're at home. Everybody's staring at you? No. This is what you do. You get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash bestshow and using offer code bestshow. $50 toward any mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Casper Mattresses. Time to go to bed, Brown. Where'd my bed music go? That's not it. That's bowling alley music. That's fine. That's good bed music, right? Does that work for the show? Lane 8. Lane 8, your uh, french fries are ready at the snack bar. Lane 8, your french fries are ready at the snack bar. 
Play 12, please get your child off the alley. Play 12, please get your child off the alley. It's very dangerous. No! Yes. There we go. Who's good here, Mike? Four? Mike tells me to go to line four. How about that? Best show, welcome. Hello? Hello, welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Tom Sharpling. This is Michael K. from the Cynics. Mm. Michael K. from Pittsburgh. Michael K., the rock star. Well. From the band The Cynics. You say that. I would disagree. I don't think I'm a rock star. I'm maybe a, a rock person. Maybe I'm just a rock now. Well, I saw you roll off the stage one time. Yeah, well, you know what? You were very impressed by that, that uh, that I was practically almost dead and went into an ambulance and then got back on stage and do a show. But that was the same thing you did, because I remember listening to a show that you did, and I can't remember whether it was appendicitis or kidney stones. Kidney stones. But you powered through yeah, kept doing the it. entire show. Yeah. You were pretty much dead on the floor, but you powered through the show before you would even let them take you to the hospital. Well, first of all, so, they didn't take me to the hospital. Oh, I did the show, finished yeah. it, drove home, then said... I think I need to go to the hospital. So you, though, were on stage playing this venue in Brooklyn, and you were up there doing the song. You were up there singing, Tutti Frutti, oh Rudy, a womp bum a loo bump a womp bamboo And then suddenly, it was like you were, uh, you brought the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Frasier thing to life, the Kelsey Grammer thing to life. When he fell off the stage, you were him. Have you ever seen that video? Yeah, I don't think I was doing Tutti Frutti. I think we were doing a ballad as the first song, and during the first verse, I actually fell off the stage onto a concrete floor and cracked my head open. And, and uh, what was the ballad concussion. you were doing? If I remember the ballad, I think if I remember the ballad correctly, you were probably doing. You were probably doing. Uh, Girl, I heard you're getting married. Heard you're getting married. This time it's really true. Right, that song? And this is the end. That That was the arrangement. This guy's the one that makes you feel so safe, so sane, and so secure. And baby. Right? You know that song. It was the exact same arrangement of that song, but we just stole the arrangement, and I put new lyrics to it, kind of like the Led Zeppelin thing. So we were doing that, and then, yeah, I just took one misstep with those lights and cracked my head open right in front of you on the concrete floor, and you, you ran away in horror. Despondent. (laughs) The emotion is despondent. Oh, no. Because you were there doing the show, and I was just worried you were, oh, you could have gotten killed. Yeah, oh. but yet, I carried on. But, but, but we, you know, that's what yeah. we do. Whether you have a kidney stone or appendicitis, you got to finish the show, right? Well, what's the point, really? Yeah. When you think about it. 
were doing these things. I didn't make any, I was doing a thing on a free radio station that night and you're doing a thing, you and your whole band drive, you're on tour going all over the country and all over. And then you get to Brooklyn, you do the big New York show and then you fall and. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I think that know. might have been the first show on that tour even. And, so and then my the shoulder show? was broken for the rest of the uh, tour. Oh. But you know why do, that's why I've know been, why I haven't been try. in touch why with we... you lately because I've been despondent. That's been my mood lately. I've been this kind of, I've had writer's block and now I'm finally getting over the writer's block. It's like summer. I'm kind of getting over the writer's block, and I'm like, "Come on, we got to do this again. We can do." That was a year. That was almost exactly a year ago. But you're I only going to you get writer's show. block again, I think that was right? July Fourth, a year things ago. Are, things are going well now, and it's like you're writing a thing in the music business harder than ever, anyway. So I mean, yeah. what's the when it comes down to it? I mean. I know. Does it matter? Why don't I just right? why don't eat? I just want to do the Jim Morrison thing. I just want to stop shaving and just start eating. Hold on one second. What? In love. Because look, when I see you up there, though, when you're doing the show, it's just such a. It's really just so so amazing because you're just. You have a thing, Michael, that not many people have when they're doing it. They, holding a stage is such a hard thing. And you're up there and you look cool and you're wearing your cool rock clothes. You got your long hair and you're <laughs> singing the songs. You're just owning that stage. I got to say, I'm just so, it's just, it's such a sight to see when you're just really bringing it and it's it's i know the word rock star i was saying it earlier but i kind of mean it in terms of the way you're just so you have it which is a thing that most people don't have and people don't have that charisma and stage like i know i love watching you do it it's amazing but now you're just embarrassing when you're up me. there all i have left now is my hair i think the uh, <laughs> the uh, I'm losing the will, though. I'm losing the will. You got to ring that bell and give me a different mood because I'm losing the will to do it. It's been a year mm -hmm. since that happened, and now I'm starting to get uh, the kind of writer's Better. block over. And we got to start doing a new record and stuff. And I'm like, oh, geez. But what? Like you said, but why? Well, you know what it but comes why? down to for me. It's just like. Every one of these other people get their record deals and everything just goes their way mm -hmm. and they just get signed and they're on just some clear path to success and they, it's a, it's a one success after another. Mm -hmm. And then meanwhile, I'm sitting here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline just trying to do my thing and it's but it's it's I'm just banging my head against the wall does anybody even care 
Oh, believe me, I know. I've been with you. I've been with you since almost the beginning, early on, on the FME days, if I'm allowed to mention them. Yeah, but what am I doing with this? It's just like... You're doing great! You're doing great. You got the, you got the mattresses sponsoring you. Mattress. This, you, look, you th- got- thank you to the mattress company. Yes, but in the big picture, you got these other people just cleaning up, not without even breaking a sweat. I'm pounding my head against the wall trying to get this thing going, and it it just we're it's we're a year and a half in, and I don't even know if we're anywhere near. I just can't. It makes me sick when I see these other people. Uh, see, okay, there's the bell. Here's the mood. Giddy. Um, let me let me add this. I saw Per Ubu in Pittsburgh the other really? night. Really? Yes. It's too late to promote their tour because I think they already ended it in Ohio the other night, and they already played in Manhattan. I saw Per Ubu in Pittsburgh uh-huh. uh, two days ago. It was the most amazing thing. They did. It was Dave Thomas and some of I don't maybe one other original member and this oh, great bass player, but they played everything from the first two records and most stuff from the third record. Otter blocking. That is unbelievable. That is singles. so great. All the hits. I just could not believe how transcendental and amazing and how good it sounded. Because you know you want to hear the hits, right? Of they course. Look, Perubu. Song, when you think note. about Perubu, that's one of the most pioneering bands that's ever happened, and it's kind of so exciting that they're still out there doing it. When you think yeah, it about great. it, they're playing songs that have influenced so much of music, and maybe they didn't get they get their just doing they, but they have gone through so many chapters and cycles, and they're still out there doing it. I just I find it to be just wildly inspiring. That they're keeping that music alive that they made and pioneered the world with. Well, I can't believe when I was a kid, we would just, at the drop of a hat, just drive to Cleveland and go see them any weekend. Oh my God. Or in Kent what? Or in Cleveland. And What's now, the earliest now, show you we'll saw them do? I see a band in Cleveland. But they came here and um, Dave Thomas has slimmed down. They did all the hits. They did everything you'd want to hear from the first two records and the third record. What's the earliest the Perubu show you saw, Michael Kay? I think the first time I saw Perubu might have been like 1979 or wow. 80 at the Pop oh, Shop wow. in Cleveland. When they had the, 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 it was downstairs, it was a downstairs at the Pop Shop in Cleveland. And a bunch of friends of mine, we took the my dad's Ford LTD. It was a gold Ford LTD. And we drove it down to Cleveland. The first thing he said, whatever you do, do not get in an accident with this car. And I'm going to back it out. I'm going to back it out of the garage. So uh, he backed it out of the garage and totally backed it into my friend's car. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're, yeah. we're taking the board off. <laughs> and, and the thing about stuff like that is that it happened. It seemed like the end of the world at that point. But now it's just a funny story. Oh, it was so right? amazing. We're, just, uh, we're so lucky believe... to have these funny stories when you think yeah. about it. In the big picture, the things that were bad turn into just funny stories mm-hmm. with the passage of time. Well, it was funny even then because my dad was like, oh, my God, I just told these kids not to wreck the car, and I just backed it into their car. So, But it was, I mean, you know, the things that we did, you can't even imagine. I don't think kids, do you think, I don't want to be one of those old fogies and say, do you think really kids, like, appreciate uh, things now like we did? I think kids just appreciate, but I think they just appreciate things differently in in their own way. Kids are kids. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, I guess. Don't now be an old like, fogey. Oh, I sent a bad tweet, and someone got mad at me. Well, and that's it's not just like, like your you dad backed into your friend's car. Well, that's and then you going on too. You just aren't hearing yeah. about it because you're not hanging out with high school kids. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, oh. actually, I kind of am, but that's another story. All right. Well, thank you for the call, Michael K. I appreciate it. You have a great night. Hey, Tom. Okay. Hey, Dudio, can you come in here for a second? Can you take, here's how I would like to do this. Okay. Can you take a mic out there? Can you roll a mic out there to where you say, I'll ring the, when you hear the bell ring, I will pot up a certain channel. Yep. Which channel, which, which channel is that? Let's find out which one it is. Okay. Number four. four. So I'll ring the bell. Okay. And then that'll go up. And then you guys say the name of the, you say the emotion into it. Okay. Because what we're doing is when the bell rings, my emotions, I have to assume the emotion that, that they, they will say into the mic, that Dudio and, and Mike will sit, scream into the microphone. In the meantime, as we're setting that microphone up, let me tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace! What is it? Well, you listen to me. When it's time to build that website, that uh, whether you need a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, an online store, or just a landing page, all of that is included in with your Squarespace website. It's easy. Getting that website going with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with the mere click of a mouse. Look, I don't know what I'm doing. I've tried to build websites and do things online. It's ter- I'm terrible at it. I, they, I just ruined everything for everybody. But Squarespace makes it a piece of cake. You also can get a free custom domain. Simple. You sign up for a year, you'll receive a custom domain for free for a year. That's what Squarespace does for you. Get those uh, templates. Customer support, 24-7 customer support online. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No matter how technical your problem or trivial seeming your question, one of the team is always online ready to assist you. Really, uh, Squarespace is a pretty amazing there. That's uh, they got hundreds of thousands of uh, savvy shop owners around the world using it already. You get all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails in one intuitive interface. Squarespace Commerce allows you to control every aspect of your business. So you want that? You want to get your dream out there, the thing you're passionate about? You want to put it out to the world? Well, this is what you do. You go to squarespace.com and enter offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace.com, enter offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase. Tagline, only use if you really feel like the ad needs a tagline. This is definitely not required. Squarespace, set your website apart. Uh-uh. No, we know what their their thing is, right? Squarespace. Build your website, bruh. That's what's catching on. 
Squarespace. Build your website, bro. I want pizza. I got pizza out there. But I ain't gonna eat it on mic because I ain't no animal. I'm gonna play a quick record by Islands and then we will hear all sorts of stuff. What? We're set up. Okay, cool. Okay, great. Thank you. I tell you, man, if I don't make these slaw dog shirts, I'll never hear the end of it. So, what do you think, slaw? Do you think that'd be a good shirt, a slaw dog shirt? I don't know, Jason. Maybe. Because yeah, everybody likes Mike's shirt. I think they'd like a slaw dog shirt even more. Okay, we'll find out. Go get. He's got to get an artist, I guess. Got to get somebody to draw a picture of uh, sloth playing football. Like a football card of sloth. I guess that's what that would be, right? Let's listen to one of my favorite bands. Islands. From their album. They put two albums out back in May. Should I Remain Here at Sea and Taste. We're going to hear one of my favorite songs from the album uh, Should I Remain Here at Sea. Called Back to It. And then we will get back to Ugh. the songs we used to sing. We haven't sung them in so long. I'll sing one with you now. Pizza, uh, I got out there before those, uh, those crows got to the pizza. There's one crow goes, that's what AP Mike sounds like, it's a crow. Ah, they're alright, these guys are alright. Why am I putting them through the ringer like this? They deserve better than this show. Wait, nobody rang the bell. Why am I being so sentimental? You can put sentimental on the list. Islands. Back to it from the album. Should I remain here at sea? Can't go wrong with Nick Thorburn. And the rest of the guys... Sorry, rest of the guys. That's a cool band, man. Yeah. Yes, hold on. Ho, ho, ho. Hold on one second, my friends. Giving a number here. Hold on, what is it? It's 
go back to the phones. Who's good here, Mike? Best show. Hey, Tom, what's up? Bob33 or Avalanche Boss or whatever you want to call me. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. This is, for people who don't know, the guy on the line right now is a New York personality. He's, uh, he's like a, uh, he's a musician. You've been in New York City making music for a long time, right? Yeah, man, that's right, yep. And his name is Avalanche Bob, and he has pioneered a certain kind of music, which is called what now? Uh, snowboarding, rock and roll, yodel and punk, snowboarding, rock and roll, baby. Now, what's going on with you, Avalanche Bob? Okay, uh, we just uh, finished our album. We're finishing it up now, uh, getting the tracks and the music on. Um, I, there's a uh, documentary going around about my life. Um, uh, it's been in the, we had a, a show in uh, New York City at... Uh, um, Madison Square, uh, where? And uh, it was um, a show about. Um, I showed my movie there, and we're going to have another showing in my church in August. And we're going to have the band there, and we're going to have uh, a um, really great time. And uh, I got um, we got so, I got so many things going on. It's really great time. It's very exciting. So, wah wah wah. What do you got for us, buddy? Tom, I yesterday I was watching the heroes, our blue heroes, the police department, and Blue uh, Man Tony Group. Allen was there. They were doing a fantastic job. Tom, the I Blue Man Group. Write this. I was inspired to write the this Blue story. Man Group. The the red and blue heroes. The red and the, wait, there's a red and blue man group now. Nope, nope. The police and the fire department. But the police are not. They don't do that Blue Man Group thing. Do, are, Every, no, those no, aren't I'm policemen saying, up there, I, I, are they? No, no, I'm saying they were doing such a fantastic job. I was inspired to write a song about them and the firemen. But do you know the Blue Man Group? Do you know what that is? Oh, no, yo, yeah, sure, I know about the Blue Man Group. Those are yeah. cops, you're saying? No, no, I, I was inspired. I'm inspired now to write a song about the police and the fire department called the Red and Blue Superheroes. All right, let's hear it. Okay. Superheroes in red and blue, police and firemen, we love you. Superheroes in red and blue, superheroes, we love you. Who walks into a burning building will save a little child in bed. A superman, superman in red, that's what I said. Who takes a man down with a knife at somebody's throat? The man for hero in blue. Man, that's no joke. Yeah, superheroes in red and blue. Police and firemen, we love you. Yeah, superheroes in red, red and blue. Police and firemen, we love you. Pop the daddy, did the pump the yeah. Punch the daddy, the don't day. Yeah, shake from the hole from the you burning guy. Burning guy. Who's that flying high in the sky? Keeping an eye on you and I. I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's true. A superhero in blue. Superheroes in red and blue. Wow! Police and firemen. Woo! We salute you. And if Superman was real, he'd love you too. I love that song. I love that you song. Like yes. Yeah, nobody ever wrote a song for these guys, Tom. And I think it's about time. They I do did. such a wonderful job. God bless them. I've written a song. Well, I know NWA did. You liked it, Tom? I did. 
But I've written a song for, uh, it's called Our Boys in Blue, How Do You oh, Do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Do you want to hear Great. a little bit of it? Sure. I did it when I, because I used to be a folk singer, right? I did a yeah. little, I did some folk singing for a while. So let me just, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Tune up. Mm-hmm. Me, 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 right? Oh. Right? Yeah. Here we go. Maybe you do a little bit of your your avalanche bob uh, that thing underneath it. At point. Yeah, but just wait. Wait. Just wait to do it though. Let me sing a little bit of my song, and then you, then you do it. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Right. Once there was a city called New York City filled with lots of dirt bags, but we had these heroes. They would arrest the villains every night. Go ahead, do it now. Mm, go. Avalanche Bob, go. Yeah, we had these heroes. No, just do this. In the world. Just do the sound. We had go. these heroes. Uh, would you just we go? We had these heroes. Hey. Red and blue. Tom, you salute them no, too. No, just go. This, look, you're ruining my song. No offense. Oh, I wanted you to just go. Just do oh, that. Oh, okay. You just want do me to do that? that? Yeah, let me finish. Once there was a fireman went into buildings when they were burning. Keep going. Keep going. And the buildings torched down. They would save everyone's life without fear. They used to call them firemen, but we called them heroes. Thank you. Thank you, Avalanche Bob. You have a grand evening. Well, that's one for the ages. No one will ever hear that again. That's one of those uh monkeys typing, right? You know? What were they typing? Shakespeare or something? Mike's telling me to go to the hotline. Mike's telling me to disregard these regular slobs calling the show. Who are just... Va- He's, Mike said this: the person on the hotline will dwarf... These no names and these losers and half wits that we have an actual legitimate famous person on the line. And I said to him, who could this be? I got to hear who the, who Mike's idea of a famous person is. The mystery caller to whom am I speaking? Uh, well, hi, Tom. This is John Hodgman calling. Oh, my goodness. It's John Hodgman. How are you? Well, I'm fine. I don't think there's ever been a better description of me than Mike's idea of a famous caller. Than Mike's idea of a famous caller? That's right. Well, Mike, look. I... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I I, I was just going to repeat the same words. Look, we'll get our thing down, buddy. We're getting the, the back and the forth. It's like Nichols and May. They, if when they I get love... on. See, we just did it again. Nichols and May step on each other once in a while. That's right. How are you? Um, well, I'm, I'm calling you from a remote location 
in the northern parts of the state of Maine. The northern parts of Maine. That's right. And I feel, I feel as though we are speaking through a long plastic tube or some tin can connected by a, a, a lower intestinal tract. Like our, our connection is not very great. No, it's, a, it's not a great connection tonight. And is there something I'm doing wrong? That's all I I think it might have to do wrong? with location. Is those location factor into this at all? I feel like you are speaking to me from another room, and I am in a chamber at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> but, I, Wait. but I enjoy hearing your voice very much. You're like a chamber. Like, so is it like a... Like a, uh, like a uh, 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 what's like that magician? Houdini. 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 Yeah. That's who I was trying yeah. to think of. Houdini. I'm bound, I'm bound with chains at the bottom of a milk can. When they you did know, that thing with Houdini, yeah. So, did he really just? He was just like, man, me Houdini. Like, is that how Houdini talked? I'm assuming back then. Yeah, of course. Probably just right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's me Houdini. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me Houdini. You want to hey, watch me? I'm a famous gangster. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drop myself in a tank, Shay. And then some guy just comes up and, like, punches him in the stomach. Over and over again. <laughs> My name's Houdini, and I can tell you I can take any bull. <laughs> There's what? no way I can die. <laughs> Put me in underwater, tie me to a horse, set me on fire. It doesn't matter. I'm Houdini. Yeah, oh, yeah, smart guy. How about some repeated <laughs> punches to the stomach? <laughs> yes, the mad. You know what? That's the hit. That's the that's the hip hop opera. Forget about Hamilton. Houdini. Houdini. Look, when that thing goes under, which it's going to as soon as that dude leaves. No. That thing will be. Uh, that theater will be empty by Halloween. That'll be a Halloween oh. store. Oh, Tom, you're hurting. You're hurting me physically. It's like you're punching me in the stomach, Houdini style. I'm gonna you say, know how close I am to Hamilton. I'm going to call it right now. All right. What's the name of the theater that's at? The Richard Rogers Houdini Theater. By Halloween, that will be a Halloween store. <laughs> Selling costumes. It's going to be a pop-up? Yeah, it's going to be a pop-up Halloween store. Once right. that dude leaves that show... It's going to be, they'll have Hamilton merchandise still there. Sure, sure. And they'll probably have some of the baseballs that Billy Crystal signed for 700 right. Summers mm-hmm. or whatever it was. What if it was 700 Summers and it turned out he was like some weird... I only spent, oh, yeah, he's an immortal. Yeah, I only spent 700 Summers with my pop. Like, 700? Right. Yeah. And then he's like, he's you know like what? I mean, I meant Sundays. Like, he, he realizes he gave away too much. I meant Sundays. It would it would explain a lot about if we learned that he was an immortal, not for us at this point. <laughs> or if so you're saying, what if his um, father is Uatu? What if his father is Uatu? <laughs> Uatu, you know oh. my son, Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me, Uatu. My son is Nosferatu. Yeah, that means that in in our in our ancient Moonman language, that means the watch. <laughs> These are some deep cuts, by the way. But let me just clarify. You're saying that by all Hallows of this year, yeah. the Richard Rogers Theater yeah. will be a pop-up Halloween shop selling 
Hamilton merchandise. Selling Donald also, Trump masks. Donald, Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump masks. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton right. masks. Right. Sexy John Hodgman costumes. Sexy John Hodgman costumes. Super sexy, super sexy right. John Hodgman costumes in the back. Sure. They sell them in the back. You have to go through the right. saloon doors right. to get those. And then a thousand plastic spiders for five dollars. That yes, and remote control rat. Yeah, and whatever remaining Hamilton merch they didn't sell through after uh, after the uh, the main dude left the show, and then that other dude took over for him. The main dude. Say his real name, Tom. Lin Manuel Mermain dude. Yes, Lin Manuel Miranda. Mermain dude. Yes. You know I'm devoted to that show, Tom. Yeah, I know. Look, that's why. You know, you you know how to hurt. Look, that's that's why I come back for more. But it's not exactly like you're like, like ooh, low blow. Saying something bad about Hamilton. I think Hamilton can take it. Can take it. That's a, right. I think, right. I think you and your Hamilton crew can take a, take a, 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 somebody throwing a pebble at you. You're making a reference, of course, to what George Washington says to Hamilton, show Hamilton. My name's been through a lot. I can take it. You're doing a Hamilton quote right now. Look, you didn't I didn't even know. I didn't even see this thing. I can't get tickets. I thought no. I could get tickets. This is what happened. I tried to get tickets. I went up to the, I went in that crowd where everybody waits for free, right? Sure. That didn't work. Admittedly, yeah. I showed up 10 minutes before showtime. You know what? That probably worked. Second thing I tried to do, walking backwards. Yeah. That didn't work. Third, right. third way I tried to get in, I put on a powdered wig and tried, me and a friend tried to carry in like a sheet of glass as if we were like working on the show. <laughs> here's how here's how you do it. You grow a little goat and then you go up to and you say, Hi, my name's Tom Sharp. Yeah. And I'm the new Hamilton. And I was invited to watch the show to start burning my life. Yes. Is and there, it confused them so much they would let you in. Is there anything I can do to improve this connection, John? Anything. You're no. cut, you're cutting out a little bit. If there's not, I'm cool with it. I can figure it out. It's like a well, ma- look, it's a little bit like a Mad Lib. Here's here's what happened. I called up. Mm-hmm. I got a very clear connection to Mike. Yeah. I said, "Is this Mike?" And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Mike, it's me, John Hot. We haven't talked for so long." And he said, "Uh huh." Stop. And then I was on hold for about, I mean, honestly, it was about 90 minutes. Yeah, there you go, that mic. And I I had the perfect connection with Mike. Mm -hmm. And then he puts me into this weird echo view. Then then it it conks out. And I'm I'm willing to let it go with Mike. I haven't called Sluggish Creepy for some time. Yeah, you should see. But clearly he's sabotaged the call. I'm going to say this, John. You... Wait till you get a load of where he's at in 2016. This guy, That's you're gonna, you're gonna wish we could go back to the thing where creepy luggage was the biggest concern. I'm, I know that's the you're that's gonna, old news. Now you're saying you're gonna beg. It's just like 
it's just like pre nine eleven thing. You wish you could go back to where you're complaining about at the, at the getting somebody at the airport uh, sticking uh, pamphlets in your face, which never happened anywhere. I don't think no. ever. That was it's it's like a that was just a conceit that maybe it, it happened one day of, of the of the Zuckerbergs, right? Yeah, there was one it's day where it happened. The Zucker brothers were flying that day. And then they never forgot that, nor did they ever look further to realize it wasn't right. an actual ongoing thing to have uh, Hare Krishna's yeah. dancing at the airport with the. We're going to remember that one time that Hare Krishna bothered us at the airport. <laughs> We're going to turn the thing off. Those. Yeah. We're going to totally expose this thing, and I know exactly how we're going to do it. Get Joe Azuzu in here. He's going to be Hare Krishna. No one will ever forget that guy. No, no. Well, and then they just, we did it. We did it. Why am I hearing echoes, echoes of echoes? I don't know. You know, hey, Dudio, in all seriousness, can you just check to make sure there's nothing looping on the board? Somebody said, because last week... Oh, there should be? All right. A caller, said there should... a caller last week said on the line that they could hear the bed playing, even though I had it potted down, playing through the show. Is that any better, John? You sound great. I still hear an echo of my own voice. An echo of your own voice. That might just be... That just might be, yeah. The, that might just be the price we pay for this... Uh, Wi-Fi world we're living in. Well, I'm I'm sorry if I'm bringing the the quality of down. No, you're not. You're you look. You more than make up for it with the quality of the words you say, John Hodgman. I do say some good words. Yeah. So what is what's going on? What are you doing? You're on vacation now. Yes. You... I, uh, I I I I wrapped up a certain amount of work, and then I rejoined my family. Who have moved here to the dark, cold place known as Maine, the Mordor of New England. Yes, they're in. And the... I've been here. No. I've been here for forty-eight hours, mm-hmm. and I have been thoroughly beaten up by the landscape. Thoroughly the what by the landscape? Eaten up. Eaten up. Yeah. Look, I got bit so badly the other night by mosquitoes. I almost didn't do the show tonight. I I'm so my hands are just swollen from it. I got bad reactions, man. I got to figure something out with that. You saying you got the Zika? I think I might have uh the Zika thing, yeah. I might have it. Oh my gosh. Look, I've always been an early adopter, you know that. <laughs> sure. I've always tried to just get in on, you know, like any you know, virus you hear of, you want to get it as soon as possible. Yeah, either I'm waiting outside the Apple store or I'm waiting in the woods, covering myself in Crisco. I'm not allowed any. I'm not allowed near the Apple stores anymore. Not anymore. You no. got you got bounced. Yeah, they didn't like me hanging around outside, wearing a suit, glasses, claiming to be PC, and charging twenty five dollars. <laughs> but you know what I'll say? At least you're not like that other fink. That can you hear me now, Fink? That bum, who now like jumped phone companies. 
Yeah, now he's print. Yeah, he's got these things. Hey, you remember me? I used to do what? Verizon or something? Now I work for Sprint. You ingrate. You, <laughs> you bum. Oh, when man. I heard that, when I heard that news, Tom, I had to say, the bottom dropped out of my stomach. <laughs> uh huh. I was so upset for like a full day. Because that guy worked for Verizon longer than I worked for Apple. Yeah. He almost got a full decade out of that. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. so identified with that thing. Yeah. And then Sprint called him up and said, we want you to do the same thing again for us. Yeah. And all I could think about was, why not me? All you I'm could, here. All you could think was... Do I it, it, do I email Dell? Is this how this works? Yeah. Do I like? Yeah. How could I be more obvious that I am in wardrobe and ready to go? <laughs> you're just like Commodore sixty four. Commodore sixty four is my dream job. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, hello everybody. Remember me? I used to be in some other things, but uh, now I'm in this new thing here because the other one stopped writing checks. And these people started writing them. I am, I am so ready to get right back to that advertised slot. Oh my goodness! Look, and what, I, are they make, yeah. what are they making now? What kind of computers do they make now? Yeah. Can I? You'll be like, can I do it? Yeah, you'll be like, what's Android? Android's a thing, right? Sure. Yeah. Let's do Android now. What is that? Samsung. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what I would say to them is. Look, whatever your new technology is, your app, your thing, I am a 45-year-old, weird-looking white man, the father of... I am ready to connect with your audience. Everyone wants to hear what I am. I do. I would... If, if you were back on the thing, and look, to be fair, Justin Long's not coming. Well, he's That ship has sailed. We'll get you with... I, maybe we'll put you in with, uh, I don't know who, I'm, uh. I want to hear this. Why not Justin Long? He's on, a, he's got a TV show or something, right? I bet you I can. We get him back in the white room? Yeah. Right? It would be like when, it would be like when the, uh, the pets.com, Lee and Black Sock <laughs> Muppet. Yeah. Started doing daytime ads. <laughs> yes, yeah. There was those pet where pets.com had that dog puppet, and then suddenly that pets.com went under. And I guess when they're liquidating pets.com, one of the things <laughs> they could sell for like $3,500 was the right to use the same puppet for other products, right? And suddenly that puppet's going like. So, uh, would you want to do a reverse mortgage on your house? <laughs> it really works pretty well if you're old and then you cover yourself. You just, like, like the dog's just selling anything. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm a Mac and I'm a C, and we're here talking about Wolfgang Puck's new pressure cooker. That's perfect. That would be if it's you and Justin Long and then. You're you're hawking Sofia Vergara's new high tech coffee maker, which mm. Gabe Wayno stop. Gabe Wayno. That's and you Gee. know what it's called? The coffee maker? Oh. It's called uh 
Uh, oi, Manny. Because <laughs> she's always saying, oi, Manny, on the show. That, that's her pod coffee maker, like her, her K-cup coffee maker? It is. It's called the oi, the oi Manny. Oh, man. Yeah, I bet that's a big that's a big ticket item. You could probably probably put them to every room of a, a Marriott, a courtyard by Marriott across the country. <laughs> hey, is that I good? Love, yeah. I would love to get a part of that. And if you come to me with a good offer, I could probably go to Justin. For sure. All right. Look, we'll get Justin. And look, if we can't get Justin Long, then we'll get, uh, we'll get, who who can we get? We'll get uh, Taylor Lautner. Right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> like that, that but, dude. I haven't seen him around in a while. I'm sure he'll be like, get some, uh, he's, what's he on? Uh, some CW show now, I'm assuming. Right? I had some weird moment where I woke up early in the morning. And you know, I and my 10-year-old son has a, a adorable habit of waking up at uh, 5.30 in the morning and watching the most terrible television shows he can watch before uh-huh. we wake up and stop him. Okay. And I woke up at 6 a.m. one morning, found him watching a Taylor Lautner movie. <laughs> and, and I can't remember the name of this movie, uh-huh. but it involved... Taylor Lautner as a failing bicycle teacher who turns his life around by discovering parkour. Uh, Does wait, that bell for you? So he was a failing bicycle what? Messenger. So he's a failing bike messenger who suddenly finds like his second act in life with parkour. Yeah, by by Kong jumping from building to building. And he and he takes up with a arc four gang. <laughs> but the manager of the bike passenger service, yeah, which by the way, have been out of business fifteen years ago after email was in. Yeah, bike <laughs> the messenger. Ma- yeah, the idea like, what do you bring in blueprint? It's always blueprints. Also, like, like the tube yeah. with blueprints in it. It's like, always a tube. Like really, we're bi- we're working on a building, and it's not important enough for one of us to bring it over to, across right. town. Right. The blueprints for the building we're building. I'll get some. I'll get some tribal tattooed guy from the nineties bring it over. <laughs> so you so you came in and what did you say? No, shut the head off. Turn 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 this off immediately. And then he's like, no, it's about parkour. And I say, well, hang on a second. I want to see the Because the manager of the bike messenger outfit, and this is bringing a full circle, Tom, because that's what I am, the king of full circle. Here we go. It's not going to be very good. So the manager of the bike messenger outfit in the terrible Taylor Lautner movie was Christopher Jackson, who plays George Washington in Hamilton. In Hamilton? He He had two lines in this thing. And his lines were, you got to start showing up time, dude. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Lautner's like, I know, I know, I just need to get an advance yeah. on my salary, having trouble paying rent. And and George Washington goes, meet me inside. And that's it. So you only know him as George Washington, 
this guy. Well, yeah, that's right. But what I what I loved about it was Harry Lautner was at the height of his career, mm-hmm. and and then here was this guy who was about to be in about seven years in the in the biggest cultural phenomenon. I'm not going to say of all time in musical history, and and it was just amazing thing to see how their positions were utterly reversed by the year 2016. Joey Lautner has disappeared, and this guy who had two lines, uh, who's an incredible singer, but obviously didn't sing in this movie, mm-hmm. suddenly uh, is promoted to being the president of the United States. Sure, I like I like it a lot. Well, I'm look. You, I'll say this, John Hodgman, author, actor, uh, future pitchman for future pitchman for uh, Sofia Vergara's Imani. Um, you have been so busy lately. I look every you're in a different city every day. You're all over the place doing your you're doing your show everywhere. Oh, it's so exciting to see you. Now you're like a road dog. Yeah, that's right. Who would have my dues? Yeah, who would have ever thought you'd turn into like one of these guys? You're like uh, you're like Doug Stanhope now. It's almost it's the 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 resemblance is uncanny in every way. (laughs) So, but Stanhope would be so mad if he ever heard that comparison. First of all, he would not who I was. And then he would do a little Wikipedia search, and then he would go, that nerd? Yeah. Uh, Before he did a Wikipedia search, he'd be like, whose Wi-Fi can I jump on to? <laughs> Pad. Protected. The, protected. Optimum. What's the password for the network in this club? <laughs> yeah. What, what's the network? Yeah. He's, he's parked outside of a Panera Bread like his car backed right up alongside it, <laughs> <laughs> trying to hop yeah. on. <laughs> Hop onto the Panera Wi-Fi, and look. I think he's super funny, and I'm sure. also scared he will and, he would beat me up. So I'm going to back I, off. I that. move around. I move around the country using uh, you know by night, sneaking into town, doing my weird one man comedy storytelling shows. But I uh, but I have respect to those guys who are going from yeah. club to club. But that's yeah. not, I could, that would eat a lot. Yeah, well. I go into theaters, I tell my same little chuckles, the arched eyebrow set, play a little ukulele, get out of town. It's all good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also all good, and I'm going to say this, because we're going to, we'll, 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 when you're back from your vacation, I, I want to. Yeah. I, I want to see. It's been so long since I've seen you as a friend because we've both been so busy doing different things. Indeed. And I, and I would like to. I would like to to have you in here as a, as just a, a guest and a friend. But I also want to see you just as a friend, also. But it's because it's just been. You've been going hundred really... miles an hour. I've been going hundred miles an hour. Now we will crash into each other. Yeah, I. I... I, I've really been going about 45 miles per hour, but it'll be one of those interesting slow speed crashes where yeah. we see it coming a mile away and we're like, there's no way this is avoidable. We're going to crash. Yeah, but we will crash. I would love crash. to crash into you, Tom. I would love to crash into the studio, as you know, and it's a great shame to me. I haven't been by the new studio yet. Well, uh, I've been enjoying the show so much, and I 
am very apologetic for the quality of the. Don't worry. No, we, everybody knows what you're saying, and I appreciate you calling in during your family vacation time. And get me out of here, Tom. Get me out <laughs> I of just, here. This, uh, I didn't, See me back. Oh no, it's only been forty-eight hours, John. You've got to at least. You don't. You don't understand what's going on here. They don't want to hear your Hamilton stories anymore. Yeah, I'm, sta- I'm standing in the middle of a, of a highway in Maine, just r- reciting lines from Hamilton, <laughs> and cars, and but and pickup trucks are driving by fast and throwing lobs in my face. <laughs> well, be look, you enjoy your summer vacation. When you're back, we will get together in in uh, in, in uh, multiple fashions. I will see. I look you. forward to it. I and, do too. And look, Tom. Yeah. If we can ever get to a point where Mike just sabotage the law. Yeah, I know. I'd, right? I'd love to call you back from, from Maine and give you an update as to what's going on up and I how would... painful, physically painful this place is to me. All right. Well, we will figure it. If Mike can knock off his, his, his hijinks. Mike, is yeah, still, hope... Mike wanted me to tell you he thinks by the time, he thinks by before the end of the year, that uh, that Hamilton's going to also be gone, but he thinks it's not going to be a Halloween store. He thinks they're going to be doing a musical version of Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. <laughs> I I think I think your prediction is better. You think it'll be a Halloween? Sorry, I, yeah. I will I will jeopardize my future connection to say mm-hmm. Halloween all the way. That's my prediction. All right. Well, thank you, John Hodgman. All right, we'll we'll talk very soon. Thank you. I I, I miss you, and I will talk to you very soon. I miss you, too, and I miss uh, all of the friends, Tom. Hello, all of you, and now goodbye. Yes, back into the woods with you. Okay. Farewell. Bye. Farewell to you. That was awesome, right? See, Mike? Mike said Hodgman was never going to call again. Mike did everything he could to get him off the show. The one guy who could stand up to Mike and could, like, everybody can get to everybody. You know what I mean? Dudio gets to Mike. Mike gets to Hodgman. Hodgman get like, everybody irked someone. The only one who irks everybody, and this is actually some sad news, I guess, to tie into this, uh, uh, there was a, a, a young purple puppet named Wally Wacky Man who used to call the show. And uh, unfortunately, on the, over the 4th of July, he uh, caught on fire. He was on a... Someone strapped him to a firework. And he went up into the air and uh, exploded above the skyline. To be fair, though, he was on one of those big orange fireworks, which is everybody's favorite. What do they call that one? Big orange? In firework term, what do they call that? Big orange? Let's load up about 60 big oranges in here. You know which ones I like? I like big orange. I don't like those little ones that go... Never been impressed by those. Always like Big Orange. Long range on it. But that night, Big Orange. 
spread a little bit of purple across the landscape as Wally Wackyman exploded. And now, we've had false reports in the past, and I apologized for those. This I'm getting three confirmations on, which is what uh, any reporter should get. I have three independent sources. Wally Wacky Man. Rest in peace, buddy. Back to the phones. Best show. Hello? Hello. To whom am I speaking? You are speaking to Coop. Coop. The artist. Coop. That's me. Who I am very (laughs) worried about. I will say this straight up. (laughs) Anybody who follows you on Instagram is probably simultaneously Uh, admiring you, but also a little bit wondering... What's going on with the uh, coop? With the uh... and what is your name on Instagram again? It's Art of Coop. It's Art of Coop. Yes. And if you go there, yet, huh? you'll notice Coop has been building. <laughs> he does a lot of Lego things. It's like sure, there. There's the Millennium Falcon. There's every record he played on a DJ night. (laughs) (laughs) There's a naked lady. Yeah, well, Instagram is kind of persnickety about that, so. This is, this is, I'll just, I'm just going to describe your Instagram feed real fast. (laughs) Car tires. Coop smoking a pipe. (laughs) Coop's cute, Coop's cute baby. A lot of records. Coop's baby sticking his head through a toilet seat. A lot of records. Coop smoking another pipe. Dom DeLuise from Cannonball Run. Some naked ladies. Some car parts. More records. Coop's baby. More naked ladies. More records. Coop's baby again. More records. Couple more naked ladies. But then suddenly you get to this point and you're like, uh oh. And it's you're building, basically, yes. you're building a city. What are you, with Legos, yes. what is this? I don't know. I just started doing it. I, you know, I, I, one of my favorite things to do is go with the family to the, mm-hmm. to the Lego store at sure. the mall. Okay. And, uh, they have these crazy kits are a, like a, uh, buildings, you know, like a, there'll be a bank or uh, whatever kind of buildings you would see in a city. And they're huge. They're 2,000 pieces. And uh, I just kept looking at them, and I had this obsessive, compulsive need to build one. So I bought one mm-hmm. and built it. Yeah. And then I bought another. Yeah. And I built it. <laughs> you built that one, yeah. And then, I, and then, you know, after I, I had uh, built all of the ones that were available, mm-hmm. I said, well, now I have to start coming up with my own. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, the first thing I would come up with, because I spend so much time in them, is a record store. Yes. <laughs> a record store. So, But you're going off-road now in Lego talk. Oh, yeah. This is, this is somebody... 
smashing their GPS with a hammer <laughs> and just driving their car into the woods. Yes. Because <laughs> you you built a record store, a, a Lego <laughs> record store. Which, yes. Oh, that's one thing. Oh, we built a record store. I wonder what that... No, this is like... If you ever wanted to see, I'm telling you, you look at the pictures in this record store, you put together little album covers. Yes. And so you look and it's like, this is what I'm looking at right now. Oh, there's a Lego Jandek album. (laughs) Oh, there's a Lego Von Elmo album. There's I'm Stranded by the Saints. There's a Lego can album. You have a Mike Kroll album in there. Yes. You have a VOCs album in there. <laughs> this is, this is, you have a Hound album. You literally did the Hound album. Yes. But well, now. Well, you know, yeah. I like to think that if I had a, if I had a full size record store, mm-hmm. I would support my friends. Yeah. So why shouldn't I support them in Lego form? Oh, I'm not, I'm admiring this, and but I, am I worried about you? A little bit. Do I admire you? I admire you much more than I'm worried about you with this. Oh, but the, but don't worry. There's the Throbbing Gristle album. Yes. Yeah, don't worry with the body laying in the, the body laying <laughs> next to them. Well, I, you know, you've got to go that extra mile. You know, it's not enough to just build a record a leg record store out of Legos. Yeah, you've got to you've got to find all the records, all the covers of your favorite records, and shrink them down, mm-hmm. and print them out <laughs> on a printer so on sticker paper, <laughs> and then uh, cut them out with an exacto knife. And, and how big are and, each of those things? Like, like about a half an inch square. I guess. <laughs> so these record covers are a half inch each. Yeah. So you're sitting there with an exacto knife, cutting and gluing. Basically, uh, I see. Uh, there's trout mask replica. There's uh, <laughs> uh, we'd be house rocking. The there's an Etz album. You. You're and yeah. You, I, I got to give you credit. You, you're. It looks you're, like a record store. It, it is a record store. It is. It actually is a record store. You actually the went all the thing, way with it. The only thing I don't have yet is the Lego minifigure of a sneering record store clerk. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> the record store clerk who is judging because you have this yes. dude. Your little Lego guy is holding the Vibrators first album. Yeah. And, like, what you're missing is the person judging him. Like, yes. Oh, you don't know like, that? Oh, they were just a pub rock band. They weren't really punk. Yeah, they were actually uh, kind of <laughs> punk carpetbaggers, uh, really. <laughs> well, I mean, they weren't old like the way the Stranglers were old, but, uh, they, like, you're missing that guy. But, yeah, I'm pe- working on it. People can see this if they go to your Instagram. Art of Coop is the account. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! I I got to tell you, buddy, you went you went for it. Well, and I I I've got a I've got a cover a little tiny cover of Rock Rot and Rule. 
Oh, I can't. And wait. I'm going to put that on the other wall. Oh. That I haven't I haven't started on yet. Sure. The uh, the other <laughs> wall. <laughs> you didn't get to the other wall. Well, of the actually, I built store a, yet. I built a little tiny uh, one dollar bin. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put it in there. So. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I would. I know how that. I know how that record feels, buddy. You don't have to tell me. I've been there. So what else is going on with you, Coop? Um. Well, that's about it. The, the, <laughs> the Lego. Well, see, the, the part of the thing I've why I started doing that is I've been working on this job for about the last three weeks that is a super intense illustration job, and it's like a top secret thing that I can't tell anybody about. So, but it requires waiting for the client to give approval of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll do a whole bunch of work. And then I have nothing to do for the rest yeah. of the day yeah. because I'm waiting for them to tell me that I did it right or wrong. Yeah. You, so there's like, so, there's like cool down work for you. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, but don't worry, I'll be back to taking photos of naked women soon. <laughs> and cars and, and, and cars. I did also replace the carburetors on my 46 <laughs> Ford this week. You, Coop. There's only one of you. I'll say that, and I'm glad well, I'm friends with the one of you. <laughs> I'm glad I'm friends with with that because you are. It it doesn't. It, it's just you're you are amazing, and there's no off switch on it. You have a little <laughs> bit of downtime, so then you start building an entire Lego city, including dozens of half inch square album covers. It is, because uh, cause it was funny, because you were like, you would like text me a picture of it, and then I would write you back, oh no, I've been staring at it on Instagram for about 40 <laughs> minutes now. I've been, I didn't need you to send it to me personally. I've been staring at it, wondering, just admiring it and being a little uh, troubled by it. Just so you, and just so you know, Fred from Honolulu says you're the king. He said on Twitter, Art of Coop is king. He, he loves you. Oh, well, that's nice because he kind of hates everybody. So Yeah, well, he's probably only setting you up to burn you eventually like the rest of us. You always got to worry about the guys. You know, you worry about the, the people who go, oh, you're my favorite, not like this other person I had the worst time with. It means you, they mean six months from now they're going to be moaning about you to someone else. Yep. Saying like, oh, you're my favorite, not like that bum Coop. <laughs> well, oh. we'll see. All right, buddy. I'm so glad you All checked right. in. Keep it going. Right. Keep the Lego, uh, the Lego oh, record store. Oh, oh I know you build will. The, I'll build the best show studio next. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I can give you the real one, actually. <laughs> Send me some Legos. I'll trade you. You can actually have the real one. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay, okay. Bye. bye bye. Hey Mike. Did you see that commercial with that Verizon guy? He's like, Yeah, I'm hey everyone, it's me, Paul or whatever his name is. I used I used to say can you hear me now, but now uh I work for Sprint. I tell you, man, 
If I worked for Verizon, I saw that guy. You put a bunch of Verizon cell phones in a in a sock, right? Give them a good old cell phone, uh, like cell phone beatdown. Not that I'm saying somebody should do that. This is all in the, the fun theoretical world. I truly don't care, and I'm glad that guy's grabbing as much money as he can. But he grabbed so much money from Verizon. He didn't grab enough? You bum. You're rat of the week on the best show. Mark him down as rat of the week, Mike. Okay? I don't care what his name is. His name's Rat to me. The Rat. Oh. We're going to go back to the uh to the uh the bell ringing where every time the bell rings my emotions uh change. We'll do that in a couple seconds. I uh Yeah, look, and I told uh, Hodgman, I'm not I'm not feeling super hot. I uh got chomped up by a bunch of uh mosquitoes. I almost didn't make it here. But I'm here. We bring it. Can't shut it off, man. No off switch. If it's Tuesday and I got uh, two arms, two legs, and a mouth, I'll be here. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. Here's something from Negative Scanner. Scanner. Some hot rock. From their self-titled album. 
That was Ivy League, and that's on Trouble in Mind Records. Came out, I believe, sometime last year. Great album, great band, great label. Back to the phones. We were talking about uh, all sorts of things. Second half of 2016, what you want to do with it. But everything is filtered through what I am calling the Tom Sharplings show. There are multiple versions of me that will come out. When the bell rings, my emotions will change based on what AP Mike and Dudio suggest. I do want to talk about this uh, Kevin uh, Durant thing. Because uh, Kevin Durant, he's a basketball player who uh, <clears throat> is really good. And uh, he uh, he was on the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is a real basketball team. I know for people who don't follow, you're like, what? That sounds like a hockey team that went out of business. No. They used to be the Seattle Sonics, Supersonics. Coop said there's a weird echo also. Might be on the hotline. No, he didn't call on the hotline. I don't know, yeah. I mean, last week Worcester said during the whole call he could only hear, he could hear the bed music playing from the, even though it was, it was shut off. It was because we had the music on last week? Yeah. Doot, doot. So anyway, this band, band, Kevin Durant, he leaves the Oklahoma City Thunder, he goes, he signs with the Golden State Warriors, who were this team who were filled with, like, my daddy was a basketball player, now I'm one. Like, there's two guys on the team who, like, <clears throat> you know, kids who were on NBA courts when they were four and understanding the uh, the ins and outs of uh, what it means to uh, train professionally for the NBA. So, yeah, so he's a free agent, so he signs with the team, the basically uh, the, uh, the best team in the NBA. He goes and signs. After he, he loses in the, in the playoffs to that team, he goes and he, he runs and, and signs with them. Which, to me, it's like, look, he can do whatever he wants. He, go, he can sign with them. They can make the deal. That's fine. Whatever. But it's like, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's a little weak to me. Just the idea of like, you know, I want my, I, I, I do this thing. You think I, well, what, like, what if I ran and started, joined uh, Fat Man on Batman, right? I shut down the best show and I start doing a thing with Kevin Smith every, oh, that would be, that would not be a winning team.
But yeah, it's like don't mean nothing to to to, play, to have your own team going. You want to win? I want to win. I'm coming here every week. I ain't got two things going for me here. But we're we're mixing up. We're ready to fight with the biggest of the big boys here every week, and we built this thing ourselves. I'm gonna throw in the throw in with anybody at this point. Look, we might do some some dealings with people here and there. That's just about keeping this the lights on here. That's what this is about. We do any dealings, we take ads, or if there's any kind of like like other dealings with the best show. It's still an independent show, and it's staying an independent show. Because I'm here for the fight. Maybe that's foolhardy. Maybe that's maybe that's a, a stupid attitude to try to want your thing to be great on its own terms, or to want to win something on your own terms. Maybe that's maybe that's outdated. Maybe I'm a, 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 maybe it's, it's a, a attitude of yesteryear when people were concerned about like selling out and all that stuff maybe it's, it doesn't track anymore i don't know i might be the one who's wrong but this dude this kevin durant was on one of the best teams in the league and he goes to go play with other guys because now he gets to be like the third guy on that team i don't know that don't sound like anything i'd want I got my crew here, man. I got my crew. Look. Sure, it's like the Bad News Bears to some degree. It's not exactly, uh, myself included. We're losers. Nothings. Trash on the scrap heap of life. That's what this is. I think we're the winners. Think we're nerdist, right? Think we're uh, all these other shows, these big shot shows? No, we're not. We got nothing. We ain't part of no now. Think we're the the show? Uh, What's her face does the Anna Far Anna Faris has a show. Think she's sweating over the board feedback and in the studios uh, having a conniption out there, trying to make things right. Because he cares. He cares. He's working. Yeah, it's like the Bad News Bears up in this piece, man. We ain't got nobody in our corner here on the best show. Whole lot of nothing going on. But we fight. We're trying to make it great. Guess that don't mean nothing to a lot of people anymore. I guess Kevin Durant wants a ring more than he wants to just be great or to fight and God forbid you don't win at all, but you go down on your own terms. I guess that don't mean nothing no more, huh? You go down on your own terms. Now, now he's got to go there and uh, he's st- 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 Stephen Curry's his boss now and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. They've been there before. It's their team. He ain't his team. And people are going to say, what about the Knicks? They got the 
Yeah, the Knicks are signing these garbage people. They're signing the the Knicks are like Suicide Squad now. The Knicks are like the Suicide Squad. If the Golden State Warriors are like the Avengers, the Knicks are like the Suicide Squad. Half these dudes won't be standing by the end of the season. But it's going to be fun watching them be uh, ridiculous and really good when they're good or shockingly terrible when they're bad. And they're going to be terrible most of the time. And some of them are not going to make it. Just like the Suicide Squad. That's the Knicks. I don't know, man. Maybe I just like to fight too much, right? I know Mike likes it. Mike likes when when the show starts fight. Mike's like, yeah, you got to fight. You got to fight. I'm like, you know what, Mike? You're right. You're GD right, man. I got to fight. And then he says, you know what else you got to do? I'm like, what? He said, you got to believe in the show because it's great. I'm like, you know what, Mike? You're right again. And then you know what else? They said, you know what else you got to do? Like what? You got to mention my T-shirts. Not moving the uh, smalls like I thought I would. Okay, fine. APMike.bandcamp.com. Go get one of the Masses Tavern shirts. Yeah, the the Golden State Warriors, it's like Veruca Salt. Daddy, I want Kevin Durant to play for my team. Second gen NBA kids. You bums. You stack your team that much. You know what you also do now? You, uh, I waive the right to, uh, usually if anybody gets hurt in a game, you don't go like, you don't go like, oh, good. You overstuff your team like that. Now anybody gets hurt, everybody has the right to go, oh, good. You get hurt. You're going to overstuff your team that way. Trash. Trash rich kids. And they're all rich. Everybody's rich in the NBA. Yeah, because they'll be, oh, do, do these guys make money? Yeah, no, all of them do. But when you're five and you're wearing an all-access all pass around your neck, when you're five, you might have a leg up on uh, on some of the other kids. When the uh, free throw coach is teaching you, for an NBA team is talking to you about how to make free throws. You got uh, Buzz, whatever that dude's name was. There was that guy they kept hiring to try to help Shaq make free throws. Buzz, I think his name was. Yeah, great job, Buzz. And also, don't click through anything. This, this going back to the Stephen A. Smith and the the Skip Bayless. Anything from now until the start of the season is just garbage because nobody they're not playing games. They're gonna write a thousand articles. Nobody knows nothing, man, until the games start. Now, I'm telling you this is the other thing. This Warriors team, everybody thinks, oh, it's so loaded. This is the best team ever. Yeah, no, it's not. There's nobody big on it. You have four dudes hanging out around the three-point line. 
you gotta you gotta get a couple guys who can uh you know play three feet from the basket. Might want to try to get a couple of them on the team too. You know, you gave them all up. It's gonna come back and bite you. David West, you got him. And am I talking too much about it? I don't care. I'm talking about what I want. I wouldn't even be here if I was a normal person. I'd be home nursing my wounds. But you know what? I'm here. Why? See, fighter! We fight! I'm going to read you a quote, Mike. And Dudio. And anyone else who's out there. Let me find this quote. Where is this thing? Now, this is a guy. This You know this uh, Brian Cranston? Like, everybody thinks this guy's the world's greatest actor, right? I beg to die. I don't think. I don't know. Look, on Breaking Bad, was he fun? Yeah. He's playing a m- villain. He's doing mustache twirling, scene chewing. Anybody could not not anybody could do that. That's wrong. But he was he was reveling in that and he was great at it. Now he's doing like Power Rangers movie. Like he's going to be in the Power Listen to this quote he gave about this movie, Mike. At first, I was, to be honest with you, I was reticent. I was reticent to looking at the role because I remember the television series was kind of farcical and silly and pow and zow weird movements and things like that. You know, it was, I was like, oh, okay. And the actor who used to do the voice, oh, 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 I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't really high on it until I talked to the producer and read the script and talked to the director. After that, I went, well, this is different. This is as different as reimagining, or as different a reimagining as the Batman television series as it became the Batman movie series. You can't compare those two, and nor can you compare this movie version of the Power Rangers to that television series. It's unrecognizable for the most part. There are tenets of the folklore that you hold on to for sure, but the inspiration is different and the sensibility of it and the approach to the filmmaking is completely different. When we asked him to clarify he was referring to Dark Knight, he was like, yeah, look, he's already, I can say this. If this Power Rangers movie isn't a pile of trash when it comes out, I'll eat my hat. I'll eat a Walter White hat, a Heisenberg hat. Somebody could bring one in here. I'll eat it. I don't have no hat. I don't like wearing hats. I look stupid in hats. But I'll eat one of his hats. This dude is actually trying to spin this thing as if this this Power Rangers movie is going to be great. Look. Take the check. Nobody's faulting you. Any of us would take the check. Any of us. 
It's talking about the tenets of the folklore. The folklore? What folklore? It's on the channel 5 at 4 in the afternoon. What's the folklore? The Power Rangers folklore? Just take the money. And I don't think he's that good of an actor in some ways. I watched this Trumbo he did. Trumbo. Oh, what a heap of trash that thing was. Trumbo. Here's a surprise. It's a movie about how someone who makes movies is a hero. Wow, that's a shocker. That Hollywood made a movie about how heroic a screenwriter was. Because in Trumbo, he goes and he's like, he gets blacklisted because he's like, he's standing up for the Communist Party. And then his career really hits the skids. And I'll say this, by the way, it's Louis C.K. is in this thing. Look, everybody, look, of course, Louis C.K. starts doing stand-up. It's, it's super funny. Everybody knows that. But this guy acting in this movie, holy guacamole, man. I thought he was doing stand-up in it, the way he does his lines. Hey, you know, uh, you should worry about this thing here, Trumbo. I, uh, I don't know, uh, Trumbo. I mean, it's, uh, it's communism. We're like, you're right. It's like, just do the, you do the lines like a human, not like a stand-up. So then he gets, he gets thrown into jail for like a, a week for dude, whatever. I don't know. Contempt of court or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. So then he gets out and then he gets like blacklisted and he has to move from this enormous house by a lake to an enormous house by other houses. Like there was no lake next to it. Oh my goodness. How's he going to make it? He's only in an enormous house now. There's no lake. So then he just starts writing crummy movies for less money. Okay, still writing a ton of movies, still getting made. He's getting paid. You could also not have a television set in your bedroom in 1955. You might also be able to uh, make your monthly bills. If you don't have one of those bedroom televisions in the mid-50s. Typing in his bathtub. That movie sucked. Trumbo. Thumbo down. That's what I would say. If I took over for Richard Ropa. (laughs) Trumbo, more like Thumbo, down. Sorry, Trumbo. But this Brian Cranston, click, click it down a notch. You don't have to talk about the tenets of the folklore of Power Range. Just take the money. You don't have to try to sell us on it.
And God knows what this LBJ thing he was doing. Can hey, you Brandon? imagine what that? Hold on one second. I'll be with you in one second. Who knows what the LBJ? Did you watch that, Mike? Could you imagine him as LBJ? What are you whispering about? Me? Welcome to the best show, caller. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? My name's Rebecca. Rebecca, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Ojai, California. It's uh, it's about 90 miles. Oh, I'm hearing this echoing, Tom. What is this? You're hearing the echoing. Hold on. Yes. Oh, it's like we're in a tunnel. Hold on. All right. I'm being patient. Okay. They're hearing echoing. Hello? Oh, it's we're better. Working. It's better? We didn't touch anything. <laughs> I think I was just talking quieter. You were hearing echoing there? Are you still hearing it? Yes. You're still hearing it. This is off. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so what what uh, what can I do for you tonight? Rebecca, you said? I'm just calling. Actually, we've been uh, listening for about five years, and this is the first time we've actually listened live. Okay. Well, so well, I want to call in, and then it was... Avalanche Bob and John Hodgman, and I was like, oh, shoot, I can't follow up to them. That's like... Did you just curse, Rebecca? I have nothing on them, you know? Rebecca? Rebecca? Okay, yeah, can you hear me now? We're yeah. Pl- we're playing oh, with the Oh, no board. echo. No echo, she said. Oh, no echo. echo. Better, though, better. There's still some echo, but it's better? Yes. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's all good. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you. What else is uh, going on tonight in Ojai? Uh, nothing. Ojai's a, it's a sleepy little town. But uh, actually, my husband wanted me to call in, and, and uh, he's a Warriors fan. And he Sneaky. was like, ask, ask him about Kevin Durant. Sneaky. But I think... Uh, Sneaky. What? Yeah, so you want to ask about Kevin Durant, huh? No, 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 no. I already heard it. <laughs> yeah, what does he want to know? He's a big Warriors fan, huh? Yeah, <laughs> he is. I, I told him I wasn't going to razz you about it, but... uh. Yeah, what are you going to razz me about? They're the losers, huh? What is he? <laughs> they didn't win anything. Wait, so what's your husband doing? I don't know what sneaky's <laughs> supposed to be. That's not an emotion. That's a... a... a sneaky? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Give me another one. Shame. Shame. Dude, you kept beating this shame horse all night. <laughs> shame. Well, you know, I made fun of the Golden State Warriors. I mean, I don't know where. But how, that... how does that make you feel, Tom? I don't know. It's very, uh, I guess there's a fair amount of uh, jealousy involved in just picking on something that brings joy to so many people and I guess that's really something I have to I got I guess I just have to realize I'm doing it because it's a it's a lot of inferiority going on and just doesn't Yeah, you know, you know I want to I want to apologize. I I'm sorry that I I called up 
to bring up that topic. I know that was kind of a hot hot topic and maybe something that, that might get you a little emotional and well you know i, I kind of feel bad about doing that honestly well uh, you know it's it's just the kind of thing that i don't know why i would do something that's bringing so many people so much joy disgusted and, and you know the idea that this team would think they can come around and they just steal every player and just it's like when when does winning ever have any meaning if you're going to just go get the best guy because you're going to say oh it's the bay area you get to live here and every you don't want to live in oklahoma city where there's nothing going on oh like you're so better than everybody else and you got a thing you got every we have everything here and you have nothing let's just take everything why don't we just take everything while we're at it just nauseating the entitlement. How can they look themselves in the mirror? That's how they're going to conduct themselves. I don't even know what to say about that. It's really. That's awful. It's really. That's it disgusting. Contempt. That's the same emotion. Come on, Dudio. Tighten it up. Seriously. I'm going to bounce all of them. Stop. I'm bouncing all of them. Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Oh, okay. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, look, I think it's great that the Warriors are uh, getting the best players they can get, and I, I think it's really fantastic. I mean, it's like, why should anybody else? Yeah, maybe nobody else yeah. gets to win, but that's not a big deal, really, no. for everybody no, no, else. No, no, we should be happy. We should sure, be happy I mean, for, for the people of the Bay Area. Yeah, there's other Kevin Warriors. So why should anyone else get to win anything, right? No, it's. No. I think it's fair that... You won, and and then you're gonna you're just gonna take the best players and try to win more with just more than anybody else has. Sure, that's fair. I think that's great. Well, thank you for calling, Rebecca. You have a great night. Best show. Hey, Tom. How's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Bill from Tacoma. Bill from Tacoma. How are you tonight, Bill? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you've been talking about movies a lot, and I, 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 I'm a long-time listener. One of the things I always love is when you like make fun of uh, movies that are flopping at the box office. Confused. There's been a lot of that. Hello? Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh, there's been a lot of those. Um, you know, there's, there's been a ton of flops this year. I was wondering if you had any thoughts on any of recent releases. Any recent what? Any recent movie releases? Recent movie releases, like what do you mean recent? Like like old movies that are on HBO or something? Wait. No, no, like uh, like in theaters, like BFG, uh, uh, Now You See Me Too, uh, movies that are flopping, uh, flopping heavy. Now You See Me Too. Wait, what's Now You See Me Too? Um, I this movie about these um the, these these magicians. I went to go see it in theaters recently. I had the most disgusting experience of my life. It's a magic movie, like what with magicians? But it's not a. Yeah, it's a yeah. movie with magicians. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg plays uh, a magician. You'll never believe what what his character is like. Furious. What is his character like? Uh, well, so I'll never guess what his character's like. Well, well, I can't wait to hear this. 
Why would well, you think I couldn't guess what his? You'll never guess what his character's like. I swear, I swear to God, though, he pulls off a trick in the first ten minutes that you would never, you you would never in a million years. Why would I? Why? Why would I never believe it in a million years? You don't think I could get what? Why? I'm too stupid. Is that what no, it is? He, I'm too stupid to understand what it would be. I, he's Where do you get pair, off like, saying that? I'm sorry. I'm in afraid. a million years, you'd never get it. Joyous. I, I'm tell- he he's wearing a pair of like NBA like warm ups. Uh huh. He rips <laughs> yeah. them off. Uh huh. He says Alakazam. He rips them off, and instead of legs, he's got two blue e cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got e-cigarettes instead of legs. Oh, what will they think of next? These movies. So much fun. Oh. I also got to say, I think Gary the Squirrel was right. That joyous. Studio? Yeah. Joyous. You're going to have to go back to broadcasting boot camp. I'm sending you back. No, I look, I liked it. But when you hear Mike do his, yeah, joyous, yeah, joyous, yeah, Mike's is like, joyous. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Danya. I hope I can, I hope you can hear me okay. Oh, I can hear you all right. How does it sound for you? Is it echoing back? Uh, No, not really. Oh. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little. Do you have loudspeakers in your studio? No, the speakers are off. Speakers are off. Uh Because I am a sound tech, and I actually was calling to ask Studio about something. Oh. What do you want to ask Studio? I was wondering if if you guys use a compressor at all. Do we use a compressor? No, we don't. You say that again, Studio? You should. We do not use a compressor. Uh, We use compression compression when we do the podcast, though, when we mix it down. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. No live compression. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is because I, I ride the bus a lot and listen, and sometimes it's so hard to hear, and then mm-hmm. other times it'll be, like, blasting in my ear. So it's really the dynamically large, large range. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the bus. It's the bus's fault. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I just wondered if you had thought about using one for the... No, we can, we, yeah, we can totally the, look into it. It's okay. going to cost Tom, though. A what? How's it going to cost me? I'm just saying. I mean, compressors aren't cheap. How much does a compressor cost? 20 grand? 22? Seriously? 20 grand? For a good, I mean, for a no. good one. So. No. Donya, how much would you pay for a compressor? See, this um, is the thing. I, I think Duty was buying you know, this probably stuff. Probably like four or five hundred dollars. Duty is like writing receipts for things. Like, I'll, I'll be like, that's a real bad compressor. Let's get a compressor and do, yeah, give me 20 grand. I'll be like, fine, here's 20 grand. Then he comes back, he's like, yeah, here's the compressor. Here's $8, you get $8 change. 
compressor was $19,992 for my 20 grand. He used to work for the military. He was always bragging about how he sold $10,000 toilet seats. It's so hard to hear you, Tom. Is it hard to hear me now? It's, I could hear Dudio way better than you. Oh. <laughs> we had a band last week, and I think things got adjusted on the board that are uh, that need to be maybe realigned. So it's hard to hear me right now. A little bit. I can still hear you. You can still hear me, but it's still hard yeah. to hear me. Yeah. Are we still playing the dinging game? Um, We were still doing the Tom Sharpling show, sure. <laughs> Why? It's pretty funny. And I also, oh, I can hear me echoing. <laughs> okay. Well, what was that? What did you say, Donna? Do I need to ask. I... <laughs> Hello? I can't remember what I was going to say, actually. Um, I am echoing, though. I can hear myself. You hear yourself back. echoing? Oh, this yeah. is not good. I don't know what this is. Oh. This has to be Maybe something. This is these guys that are doing something. They're clearly doing something to try to get. <laughs> this is They're trying to just get to me and do something. I don't know. What is it? Why would they do this? What's the end game here? Like, why are they trying to mess with my head with this? Right? I mean, I'm just trying to do this. Now they got the thing feeding back. I don't know. This might even go, might even be more than them. Frustrated. Yeah. I don't know. Are you enjoying this game, Tom? No, I'm not. Honestly, no. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it. It's it, very frustrating. It seems weird. Like, I don't know how... Are you auditioning for, like, an acting job or something to see if you can get into character? I mean, I don't even know why I'd audition for an acting job. Anytime I've done anything, it's only gotten me a little bit... Uh, it's only got me somewhere a little bit and then it just caps out. I mean, nothing, nobody else is asking me to do anything else. What else is new? So, it's not any, shouldn't even try with some of this stuff. I mean, it's just all, feels like the fix is in with some of it. I mean, the amount I try to get things going and then it doesn't get going. Uh, hey, I wanted to ask something else. What was that band that you played earlier? I really liked it. It was really cool. The like band I played earlier. Negative Pulse? Negative Scanner. Scanner. Yeah, they're really that good. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, I like them too. I never Kindness. heard Kindness. Say it again? <laughs> Kindness. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you really liked them. I think that's, I think they're such a great band and I appreciate you just listening to the music and really paying attention to the stuff because that's such. That's one of the best parts about the show is that it's. It, 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 I play music that I'm I'm a fan of, and then people like the music, and that just really. It kind of comes back on itself, and it just it makes me appreciate you guys appreciating it. I like the vocals, like the um, the lady singers' uh, vocal inflections. Where, oh man, this echo is just. <laughs> All right. I well, can't concentrate. Thank you. Thanks it's for reminding calling. me I of malaria. It. Don't worry. Okay. 
All right. Echo. I don't know what it is. We'll figure it out. So. There will be a. uh, Over at the Reddit Earwolf. There's a. uh, They do AMAs up there. The Earwolf. It's a Reddit.com. Uh, sub subreddit, I believe, is ear. It would just be reddit.com, then slash r slash earwolf. And I believe we are going to do. I, I believe I will be doing some sort of AMA there uh, over the next uh, few days. So keep an eye out for that. Ask any questions you want to ask me there and I will answer those questions on the Earwolf and I'm the show's not on Earwolf but they host uh, podcasting uh, AMAs so they asked me to do one I said I would do one and I'm doing one best show hey this is Dudio hey Dudio how are you I'm good what's going on Oh, nothing much, man. Just listen to the show. Sounds great. I don't know what people are talking about with an echo. An echo on the line? Yeah, it's real. I mean, there is a little bit of an echo, but it's not enough for me to not do a good call, you know? Hmm. Studio versus the callers. Yeah. Here we go. You don't hear anything? I do hear a little bit of what they're talking about, but I think it's just a... It could just be the phone line. I'll know. take a look afterwards. All right, yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyone... Don't worry about it now. Don't worry about it now. Don't worry about okay. it now. Don't sweat it, dude. Yeah. Okay, I just hope some callers can bring some good calls. We'll see. Oh, Dudio throwing down the gauntlet. He ain't happy. And not worry about the echo. Angry slaw dog. <laughs> this is what this is what the coach didn't want out on the field. Or no, this is what he did want. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. Angry? That's what you'd want. Right. All right. Thanks, Dudio. No problem. Even I hung up on Dudio a little bit. Cut off his final syllable. Best show. Best show? Yes. Tom? Yes. Prove it. Just kidding. Oh, you almost got hung up on that's how I was going to prove it. I'm just a girl who called into the best show because she loves sobbing grits. So, hey, Tom. What's up? Not a whole lot. Is that yeah. a little keyboard there? Yeah. L- little baby Casio here. Where are you calling from? Buffalo, New York. This is Sparkle Bomb. Sparkle Bomb, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Tom? Doing all right. Yeah, just, 
okay. Yeah. Can you hear any echo on the line? We're 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 fine tuning things now. Yeah, but I'm used to it. You're used to it. Not with you, but with me. With you, okay. I do the music stuff, you sure, know. Sure. Mm. Well, play us a little reverb, song. Play a know? little song, Sparkle Bomb. What's that? You gonna play a song? Um, I mostly wanted to talk about uh, someone that used to shop at my former store, and one day he came in and he was like, "Hey." Are you Sparkle Bomb from the best show? And I was like, yeah. Okay. And we became friends. And then I know you were talking about West Coast rap earlier, NWA, but we went and saw Public Enemy together last week in Buffalo, and it's all because of you. So you saw Public Enemy. How was it? It was pretty powerful. It wasn't public. Was it public enemy with the dudes from Rage Against the Machine? (laughs) It was just public enemy. No. Because they have a new super group. Yeah. You know what, Tom? One time my friend convinced me that Korn and Rammstein formed a super group called Kornstein. And I believed him. I would actually see Kornstein. <laughs> a Korn Rammstein so. supergroup. Kornstein. Kornstein. You say Rammstein, I say Rammstein. Rammstein, Rammstein, tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call the hate rally off. Oh my gosh! I'm. I just want to say real quick that I'm super happy that you talked about throbbing gristle really quick. Cause, yes. Hey, you're cool, and you know what? I can hear a super echo, but you can but, hear super echo. Did it get ec- more yeah. echoey? It sounds like a an avant garde noise, but really, okay. and I'm really proud that I can be a part of this with you, Tom, and the best show in AP Mike. Mm-hmm. What's so that? yeah, I'll let you go. But do, you, do you hear it now? Yes. You do hear it now. How bad is it now? Actually, it sounds pretty good. No. Sounds pretty good now. Yeah. Like the echo got cleaned up. Yeah, very clean. Okay, she said it's very clean now. Was that what? Did you do something? All right, Dudio did the look. A little test run. He's not happy. No, oh, I'm, boy, I'm, I tell you, I'm, I'm going out the did. window tonight. I'm going out the window. I'm not saying goodnight to duty. I'm climbing out the window. You know what? Out the window, open the door, whatever they say. Thank you, Sparkle Bomb. Thank you, Tom. Hey, Dudio. Thank you. No problem. And you know what else? Just blame it on Mike. (laughs) Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Alex in Brooklyn. Alex in Brooklyn, how are you? Good, I'm making a pie right now. <laughs> You're making a pie right now. What kind of pie are you making? Blueberry. Mmm, blueberry yeah. pie. I like blueberry pie. Yeah, I've been getting into the habit of listening to the show and baking. So. And what are you putting? Uh, are you going to eat the blueberry pie tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. 
Are you going to put ice cream on it? Uh, yeah. Vanilla? Mm, I don't know. Maybe go with, like, toasted almond or something mm. fancy. Toasted almond would be good. Yeah. Fearful. So, well, you got to, so but, but yeah, I, I mean, you, you don't have a nut allergy, do you? <laughs> no, I no? don't, actually. Okay. No. Well, you just um, got to make sure before you do things like, because, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, go get like a very a dangerous allergy test. Yes, I wait. I didn't get checked. I don't know if I have a nut allergy. Uh, you should probably get checked. Yeah. Oh, and the amount of sugar in a pie like that. Oh boy, with the ice cream on it's, top of that, there's got to be some sugar-free thing you could do, right? Um, what if it's like organic sugar? That kind of makes a difference, right? Well, I mean, that helps, but sugar's still sugar. Like you don't want any kind of processed sugar. That obviously is the worst. And everybody's eating so much white flour and white sugar these days. I mean, that's it's not white flour though. But it just, I'm saying in general, with just the general consumption of white flour and white sugar is through the roof. I, I wanted to talk to you about Trumbo. About Trumbo, okay. Yeah. Because Why are I you also, are you mad at me for not no, liking I'm it? No, I'm not mad at you because I'm. Well, I'm kind of mad at you, but mostly because. Um, while you were talking about Trumbo, I was kind of confused because the whole time I was thinking about Bridge of Spies. Hey, I'm waiting. Go ahead. Horny. Nope. <laughs> Go again. Wasn't on the list. <laughs> Sentimental. Okay, that's better. So, so you're you talking. Bridge of Spies? So, so what about Trumbo? Have you seen Bridge of Spies? Bridge of Spies. That's Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah, but I, I, the whole time you were talking about Trumbo, mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about Bridge of Spies. No, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't see Bridge of Spies, but Steven Spielberg's made so many great movies. Like, I think about how much, like, a movie like, like, E.T. or Raiders of the Lost Ark meant to me when I was, like, a little kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Man, that was something else to just watch yeah. those movies and see. That is true. This guy just, Telling stories and like, I think of how many stories he's told over the years. I just look back. I just, wow, the body of work. It's just something else. Really uh, impressive. Now, now when I think of ET, I just think of this sweatshirt I had when I was younger that this rabbit complete, that I had completely ate through. Say it again. A rabbit ate through a sweatshirt? Yeah, it was an ET sweatshirt and the rabbit, there's this hole completely Throughout the sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if that's a good story for the... <laughs> I mean, it's a... It's funny story. Um, well, I've only been yeah. listening no, for a, a few story. weeks I'm now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a good story to tell. No, no. I'm... No, it was, a good, it was a good story. I'm sorry. I'm just... <laughs> I just got a little... I'm just saying... Uh, so I'm really glad I discovered the best show because I'm a dog walker. Relief. It gets, it gets pretty boring uh, listening to music, so I just oh, walk around. Dog walking, right? <laughs> oh, the way that must just feel when we get those dogs out there, right? Yeah. How many dogs are you walking at once? Um, I walk about eleven a day. Woo! How many at the same time? One um, or two? Only, only up to three. Up to three. Are they from the same house? No, just the same neighborhood. Oh, thank God. Because, I mean, if you had so many dogs on the... 
thing that could get intense, but you just have a couple. They can all just play around and have fun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's great. And then, I mean, you get your exercise then too, right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty oh, exhausting. That's really great. Ooh. Yep. Hysterical. I don't know how this game works. Well, basically, every time the bell rings, I change emotions. That's what's happening. Uh, do I have to change emotion, too? What? <laughs> do you have to change emotions? No, you don't have to change emotions. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's not a big deal. You can change emotions. Now you're worried about changing. I'm the one holding that down. Don't worry about that. Now you just need to mirror your hysteria. No, no, no. <laughs> Why would you do, why would you even bring that up? I'm, I said this at the beginning of the show, this is what we're doing, and then you know, you're saying you're gonna bring up emotions too? I mean, I'm trying to just, it's hard enough for just one person to do that. I'm sorry. Thank you for the call. Best show. Uh, who am I here? Oh no. Oh yes. It's Mary Houlihan. My favorite. You're my favorite. Well, you're my favorite. You're a little no, bit more you're my, my fa- favorite. Mary Houlihan, the top, one of the top comedians in the biz. Better than Doug Stanhope. Better than Doug Stanhope. I thought you were going to say better than Bugs Bunny, and I was like, "Well, you're kind of like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you're not. You're not yeah, unlike Bugs so. Bunny." In some ways. I'm extremely like him. Right? Isn't that... That's like, what I would say um, if I was pitching a TV show. I'd be like, you know, it's like Bugs Bunny, but she's a girl and she's a millennial. <laughs> you know? Bugs Bunny, but a human girl. <laughs> and uh, and a millennial. Yeah. Now you, Mary Houlihan, are known on social media as Mary Hooley. That's right. I was looking at your Instagram. First of all, did you get like a, a gift card at a wig place or something recently? <laughs> um, I got a new job and they buy uh, whatever wig I want. Because it is like a uh, whole lot of wigs going on. On jealous. your, am I jealous? No, look, I couldn't. I can't wear hats. You think I'm gonna wear wigs? I don't know. You think how dumb I look in a wig? <laughs> but there's pictures of you with the Kim Kardashian wig. And then, yeah, you you have a whole lot of wigs. Thanks. S- some might say, I'm not going to say it, right? That you're wigging out, but I'm not going to say that. No, don't say it. <laughs> I won't. So what... What's going on with you? We need to get you down here. We talked about it, and then I dropped the ball. That's on me. You can come no, back down. No, you're a monster. I know, right? You come down anytime you want, Mary Hooley. Okay. I'll come tomorrow morning. Tomorrow? Well, uh, tomorrow morning, we're not exactly doing a show. So <laughs> if you come by, you might not have anyone here. Oh, gosh. So what uh, uh what what are you up to? You're doing things for TV shows now, online TV shows, right? Oh yeah. 
So I work at this website. They buy me wigs. We make topical videos. Uh-huh. Yeah. You I'm do a these... little embarrassed that it has to be topical all the time. But you know what's, you know what's awesome are the ones you do where you get to do your painting. I like those the best. Yeah, same. Because you are, are an actual top-notch artist. It's so true. You are! <laughs> you painted pictures that hang here, the picture of Dudio outside. What is it of? Dudio? No, it's April. Who's in that one again? Yeah, it's AP Mike, Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger, and the Coors Light can. Think of my one. Masterpieces. Yeah, and then there's one of Dudio outside the Holland Tunnel. But yeah, you're 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 a great artist, and you're funny and everything. It's you got everything, Mary Houlihan. Yeah. So what's going on? What's up with your cartoon monsoon show? Oh my God, it's incredible. <laughs> Um, it's every first Friday of the month now, so I like that we have a regular schedule. So did you just, you just did one then, is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. How did it go? Um, we crushed. I love it. This is this new, you've got a a Donald Trump feel going on now (laughs) with everything you've, we crushed. Yeah. Cartoon Monsoon is great, right? Oh my god, it's tremendous. Yeah. I've also seen your Donald Trump impression, which is Yeah. Insane. It and, sucks because I have to put on all that makeup and then take it off. All that orange makeup? Yeah. <laughs> and white around my eyes. And then you um Yeah. And then you gotta take off the orange makeup. That's the other half that nobody thinks about. Is like Ugh, don't get me started. You also, <laughs> Mary Houlihan, will be appearing as a as a guest actor on the upcoming season of Difficult People, Woo! starring Julie Klausner <clears throat> and Billy Eichner, and it's a really fun. You have a, such a funny scene in that. Thanks. It's coming out Monday, right? Yeah, uh, Tuesday. I think next Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Sick. Right? And then people will see you acting with Julie and Billy, and it's so funny. Mm. And there's nobody better than Mary Houlihan. There's a really cool guest star in that episode that isn't me, but I don't think I should say it. No. So it could be a surprise. Let it be a surprise. Let it be Everyone's a surprise. Gonna flip. Yeah. Well, they're going to flip when they see you in it, and then they're going to not even have any anything left to flip over. When the other person shows up. So true. <laughs> All right, Mary. Let's figure you coming out here. Are you around this month? Do you have vacation yeah. plans? Are you going on vacation? No way, never. Never? Never. Are you going back to you gonna go back to the Jersey Shore? Right? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite beach? Um, seaside hikes. Seaside Heights. Why is that? What do you I, like at yeah. Seaside Heights? You like the the. Uh, let me see. I, let me see if I can guess what you like at Seaside Heights. You like the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you like. There's pizza. There's there's uh, 
lemonade, ice cream, ice cream, people watching. Yeah, I just like to go and do people watching. <laughs> I just like to sit and just watch people and just have conversations with people that I don't know. That's not true. And then I like to go and I just like to go on the beach and just like go up to people's blankets and just talk to them and just <laughs> just have conversations, right? And then if they're in the mm-hmm. ocean, I just like to go up to their blankets and just like go through their stuff. Oh god. <laughs> I just went to Atlantic City for the first time. What took you so long? I'm scared of gambling. Let me guess where you went. Let me see if I can guess. You went to a casino? Yeah. Who did you go with? And this, then I will guess the casino. Um, boyfriend and family. Boyfriend and family? Are they from New Jersey? No, they are from northern Delaware. Then you went to beep, boop, 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 the Tropicana. No. The Borgata. No. Right, there's only like one left. Let me think what else. Bally's. No. Hmm, hold on. I'm going to get it. Golden Nugget. No. Hold on. Not done yet. Caesars. Yeah. There's only the eighth guess of the eight casinos that still remain. I literally guessed the final one. Did you play any slot machines? Yeah, I played, um, well, I played the regular, well, I don't know, the crazy ones that are all based on TV shows. Yeah, like which but, one? Big Bang Theory? You played Big Bang Theory, didn't you? Maybe. Maybe? maybe they weren't shows. Oh, maybe you'd... they were just, like, super hot girls, you know? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, the machine has, like, a smoking babe on it. Yeah. But it's not a specific TV show. But did you think those were TV shows? Like, are you just like, this must just be some show with some hot lady on it? Ooh, wait, no, I'm remembering now. It was a Britney Spears machine. Yeah, I played that one. I lost so much money on it, and I also felt like a creep on it, because I was playing it, and then I look across, and there was some guy who literally looked like um, Paul Dano in half the movies he's in where he's playing uh-huh. like a creep. And it's just like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to get off this uh, machine. Please don't think I'm l- with this guy. Like he's like, because <laughs> it's also like a, a machine for preverts too. Yeah. Right. That's the both worlds. Cause it's like, Ugh! and she's like, Half naked on the thing. I'm just at a point. I was just like, yeah, I don't feel right being on the slot machine. Then I went over and played. Yeah. Then I played Willy Wonka. How's that one? It's good because then you get he goes, Charlie, Charlie. Would you like to play the slot machine, Charlie? (laughs) Put your money in the machine, Charlie. And then when you lose, you know what he says? Good day to you, sir. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I made that up. Oh, he doesn't that yell at good. you on the way out. What if he just yelled at you on the way out, right? <laughs> and then that Oompa Loompa whistle goes, boop, 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 right? Who's your favorite of the kids to go in the chocolate factory, Mary Houlihan? 
Um, I like the girl that chews gum because that's yeah. like not even such a bad quality. Violet Beauregard. Yeah. Then, who do you like next? Um, I like the chocolate boy. The Charlie. Augustus. Augustus, Augustus Gloop. Yeah. Okay. Then. Then I like the rich girl. Vi- uh, that's Veruca Salt. Yeah, I think she's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Then. And Mike TV. Mike TV. And then last. Same as last on everyone's list. Charlie. Mm. Nobody likes Charlie. Right? He's the worst. Boring. The worst character in the chocolate fact. The whole chocolate factory. He's a vessel for all the other characters to shine. Yes. And he should have been thrown out also. With him and Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe touching all the fizzy balloons. What do you think happens to the kids when they take them away? I think they just get ill for a while and they're they're okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not so bad. Like that kid, Augustus Glue probably barfed for a while from eating too much, drinking too much chocolate. Right? Been there. Yeah, I've been there. I was I've been there two <laughs> days ago. And then, uh, Violet Beauregard turns purple from chewing the gum, right? Mm-hmm. whoop de doo She's purple. Veruca Salt gets uh, knocked around by the squirrels because she falls on the thing and the thing goes, right? Mm-hmm. She's like mm-hmm. a bad nut or whatever it says she is. Mm-hmm. So she falls and squirrels scratch at her for a while. She gets out of that okay. Mike TV is the only one who's probably messed up because he, oh, yeah. he got shrunk. Come back from that. No, he might be the only one who's literally doomed. What do you think about um, the scene where Charlie's mom stirs laundry? Where what? Charlie's mom stirs laundry in a big pot of laundry. (laughs) I see that scene and I say, these poor people are having a hard time making ends meet. But then suddenly Charlie gets a golden ticket. Oh, suddenly Grandpa Joe's legs work. Right? Mm-hmm. Suddenly he's up and about, dancing all over the place. You know, I say to Uncle Joe, you, 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 uh, Grandpa Joe, your legs are working now. You get to go to the chocolate factory. Maybe we could put you in a Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. Put you to work. See if they keep those legs working. Make him a greeter. He's faking it. I bet all those grandparents can walk. Probably, right? You just think it's like they're welfare cheats. You're you're getting a little too into this. You're a little too into your Trump thing. Yeah. What if they're in there and then Mary Houlihan in full Donald Trump makeup walks in, says, I think you're all losers. No? Yeah. All right, Mary. I'm going to say goodnight to you because I'm going to end the show in a couple minutes. Cool. You have a grand Good night. And you come here real soon, okay? Okay. All right. Bye. Best show. Best show. Hey. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Roxy in Los Angeles. Roxy in Los Angeles. How are you, Roxy? I'm well. Also, I just want to say... How's Danny? There's an echo. There is? Yeah. There's an echo right now. 
Yeah. Is it bad? Uh, it'll do. It'll do. What are you, babe? Is this babe all of a sudden? <laughs> That'll do? Oh, Pat's coming in now. Oh, look at this. Sorry. Tell you, dudios. I'm climbing out the window tonight, man. So what's going on, Roxy? Not too much. Hanging out, watching some baseball. Thought I'd call in and say hello. Are you there with uh, your fiance? <laughs> worse. Look, you're the one. I'm never, I'm never going to be able to meet somebody if you keep doing this. Because I keep meeting guys that listen to the best show. So stop. Okay, fine. Well, then for your sake, we will call off the idea you and, and Doug, what was the name? Doug? David. David. <laughs> you and David went on a date paid for by the best show. Yes. And it did not turn into a love connection. That will yeah. lead you down the aisle. Okay, fine. So we'll stop. We will. This joke ends now. <laughs> the idea well, of that. I don't want to. I don't want to impede your future uh, uh, prospects. No, it's funny. I'm just giving you a hard time. I actually went on a date right, with a we'll guy keep it going. last week. Yeah, and he was. He texted me and he was like, oh, I mentioned I went on a date with a woman that listens to the best show and she has a tattoo. And the guy like texted him back right away being like, oh, is it Roxy? I don't know this person. So now you're known as the woman with the tattoo who listens to the best show. Yeah. Who went on the dirty grandpa date. Yeah. Who went on the dirty grandpa date. Right. What do you think, Pat? No? Me. How's the echo now, Roxy? Uh, it's still there. It's still there? Still there? Okay. Yeah. Well. The studio uh, is wrong. It's not the caller. Just saying. Oh, this is, this is like, <laughs> it's like, the, the, I thought yesterday was the fireworks. Now it's going to be a new, whole new round of fireworks. <laughs> oh, here he, now he's, oh. The look on the face. Oh, no. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> I'm in trouble because you callers. You couldn't just fix the echo on your own, on your end. We're sorry. So what's going on, Roxy? Anything? No, not really. I was just calling to say hello. See how you're doing. How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm alright. I'll live. Yeah. What are you going right. to do? Right. It's a hard life. Um, Maybe the next one will be easier. I spent easier. 4th of July with Mike Kroll. We went barbecue hopping. That's nice. You and rock star Mike Kroll. Yeah, barbecue oh, wait, I actually met someone at a barbecue that knows you, and he's called into the best show before. What's and his, he says hello. What's his name? First name. James Urbaniak. Okay, or his whole name. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's well, James is a nice guy. I like James a lot. James has he been... He said nothing but great things Good, about you. and I would say yeah. the same to him. He's also on Difficult People, which starts next yeah. Tuesday on Hulu. <laughs> All right, Roxy. You have totally. a, you have a great night. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Tom. Okay. No problem. Bye. Man. Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who is the, who? To whom am I speaking? This is Evan in Vancouver. Evan in Vancouver. What's going on tonight in Br- Vancouver, British Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? That's right. Uh, not too much. Do, Just do, do, up do. work. What's that? Do, 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 do. So what's it? Were you just finished work? 
Yes, sir. What do you do for a living? Well, I work in the film industry, and that's kind of why I'm calling. Oh, the film industry. Well, aren't we fancy? Not not very fancy at all. Tell me about this film industry job you've got. Well, I've been here and around the water cooler. They've been talking about Deadpool 2 coming to film here. I don't know if you knew that Deadpool the first filmed here in Vancouver. Oh, I did know that. Yes, so there, there's talk about uh, Deadpool 2, and that's why I phoned tonight. Are you going to try to work on Deadpool 2? Well, there's potential that I could work on Deadpool 2, but I was thinking if I did work on Deadpool, uh, is there something, I was thinking maybe there's a best show Easter egg or something from you I could, you know, slip the writer a rewrite or Ryan Reynolds a note on your behalf, what would that be? You can't just spring that on me. I don't know. Look, just go. D- d- just put something in the background on the set. Put a Besho sticker or something. Maybe release a rodent in the corner or something. Yeah. Or a rodent in the corner. Any of them. Sure. All right. Bye. All right. Okay, thanks. You have a great night. Thanks. Final call. Besho. How's it going, Tom? It's going great. Who's this? My name is Fred. I'm from Honolulu. Oh, this guy. This guy, this Fred. <laughs> I can't escape it. I'm going to say this right now. For people who don't know, there's regular callers to this show. It's these people who call on and off. There's your, your, your avalanche bobs or your, your Roxies from Los Angeles. And then you got guys that are a little more, and I say guys, it's generally always guys. It's, <laughs> That take the show way too personally, way too intense with it. They eventually feel like there's some sort of, they're listening to the show and somehow they're filling in the blanks that I'm arguing with them or whatever. I'm speaking to them through their, through their headphones. And this guy, while he's not one of those people, but he's definitely, He's taking the spirit of things way too seriously and <laughs> combined with his own personal, uh, shortcomings and, and, uh, defects. I'm not the one tweeting at two in the morning calling me a traitor. <laughs> I like how at two in the morning, somehow, somehow the idea that I can't sleep because of the stress of this show and the messes <laughs> that the callers make of my actual life that somehow I'm I'm the villain because I'm still awake at two in the morning. Sorry, sorry. What what am I supposed to be punching the clock, bro? What am I? What am I? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you? My life coach? You Tony Robbins? You're structuring my existence. So this guy, this guy, he he lit, he was picture this picture Honolulu, Hawaii, paradise on earth. A young. Wealthy lad. Wealthy. Named Fred. Listening to this show in his Magnum P.I. style mansion. <laughs> looking out at the water. He inv- his, his family invented sex wax. So he sells money to the tourists, or as he calls them, howlies. I'm on Magnum's black friend flying the helicopter, if anything. I'm not... 
So he's on the island, and, and someone tells him, Frederick, uh, you should listen to this comedy program. I think you'd like it. And he puts it on. He's blasting it through his mansion. His Honolulu mansion. And then, then, as, as Sir Bob Geldof said in I Don't Like Mondays, the silicon chip inside Fred's head got switched to overload. A fuse blew. He becomes obsessed with the show to where he moves to New York City to be close to it. And then when I don't give him what he wants, which is, what was I supposed to do, become you? Were we supposed to become the same person? Some weird mind meld? Is that what you were looking for? When he realized that that wasn't going to happen, he did what... Why am I becoming the new Wally? I don't like this. He did what, he did what these wackos always do, is he lashed out at the show. And he lashed out first by taking one of my best friends, Chris Gethard, and hitching his wagon to Chris and in the process down-talking me and bad-mouthing me to Chris at every turn while simultaneously double-crossing Chris and bad-mouthing and down-talking him to anyone who has a working uh, pair of ears. And then when Chris's show dried up for uh when it was between uh seasons he uh he promptly comes back here hat in hand <laughs> with uh 101 Chris Gethard stories that he'll just tell <laughs> any detail about anything to whether asked or not for it then Chris god knows why Calls him back up to work on the next season of his show. Fred promptly turns on me again, and then becomes Chris's uh, Chris's sandwich boy, Chris's right hand man, and is is uh, Luca Brazzi to stick with the Godfather uh-huh. uh, talk. He's the yeah. enforcer. Mm-hmm. I get strangled. But now he's looking out, now he's looking, as, as guys like Fred do, they're always looking up the ladder, always up the ladder. So he Absolutely. works with Colin Quinn, promptly runs him down. <laughs> now, now God, God have mercy on Joe Firestone because Fred's, <laughs> Fred's got you marked down next. Fred's gonna, Fred's gonna, uh, be all over you. <laughs> trying to, trying to, and they, he'll be, yeah, yeah, Tom Sharp is not really a nice guy. He <laughs> says he's a nice guy. He says he's not, like he acts mean on the air, but then he tries to make everyone think he's nice off you. He's really not nice in real life. He's so much closer to how he is on the air than in real life. Yeah, Chris, I don't know about Chris. He just, you know, I don't know. His thing, look, he plays to the, plays to the weirdos, but beyond that, I don't think it's got legs beyond that. Not like you, Joe. 
not like your thing. Your thing works. You're, you're going to make it. And what, what, So what do you like on it? You like what? Honey mustard on that? Or do you, what do you want on that? Oh, not huh? Oh, just regular, like deli mustard. Okay. Fred? Yeah? Goodbye. That's it. It's a one-sided call. You suck on that for a week. Best show. Best show. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Who's this? This is uh, Kyle Francois. Maybe I shouldn't say my last name. That's all right. Is there Echo? Can you hear Echo, buddy? I have a little, uh, I got some reverb. I shut off my radio. Okay. The boombox. Yeah, we're just sorting some tech stuff out on this end. Sure. Does it sound okay, though? You can understand. Can you hear me and understand me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. That's all, that's all we want. What can I do for you, bro? Well, not much. You know, I have a friend, and, and I will say he's a friend. He was telling me he was going to call in and talk about uh, your Jonathan Richmond impression. Yeah. And uh, the only reason why I bring it up is because uh, on the 4th of July last year, I played some Jonathan Richmond during our uh, amateur uh, pyrotechnic show. And uh, it turns out my friend didn't call. And I want to say that uh, it was fine. And also, where's the dedication? Where's whose dedication? My friend from Iowa City who was complaining about his... uh, uh, cable provider is, uh, oh, yeah, I'll, okay. Provider. I see what this is. Some dimwit on Twitter was giving me grief saying, like, don't know what to tell you, Brian Jonathan Richmond impression sucked. First of all, I did it off the top of my head. Secondly, I, I go look at his Twitter thing. It's him fighting with some internet company for 85 tweets, and then one tweet uh, is aimed at me. It's like, that's right. That, that sounds well, like that, something you got to go look in the mirror. Tell your, tell you and you, uh, your friend. Tell your friend. Uh, God bless. God bless. God bless. Can I? Can I? God can bless. I tell a Fourth of July party? God bless. God bless. God bless. You and your friend. God bless. God bless. Nothing but the best to all of you. Nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. Best show. We'll be back next week. Big show next week. Get ready. Thanks for listening. Here's something from White Reaper from their amazing album. White Reaper does it again on polyvinyl. This is Make Me Wanna Die. Best show back next week.